It's time to wait, California. Pump the brakes and steer clear of your dishwasher. It's between 4 and 9 p.m., which means there's less clean energy available. So remember, power down from 4 to 9 p.m. Keep it golden. And learn more at energyupgradecalifornia.org radio. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Hi, it's Carl Deichler, CEO of Beachbody. And I'm giving away 10,000 free memberships a week to try our amazing Beachbody fitness and nutrition programs. Pick any program and just follow it step by step, like our 21-day fix program or the Ab Shredding Muscle Burns Fat program. Plus, there's free support in personalized fitness groups with our community of over 2 million members. Now is the time, so don't wait. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Vleeties 2.0. It's me, Ryan Van Vliet. I host the, I'm a co-host of the other, you know, the TWFS thing. I do that with my best friend, Kevin Scampoli. That's live Wednesday nights immediately following Dynamite. Uh, however, this is immediately following NXT, but I don't watch that show. There was a lot of wrestling this weekend and I watched most of that. Uh, Gino, how much wrestling have you watched in the last three days? Last three days, uh, there was... Fire Series, NXT, Raw, so three shows, about two hours, three for like, no, four for the paper, okay? You didn't watch any any other things and no other wrestlings than that? That was it? I turning points, well, you said past three days. I technically consider today as one day, so also turning points, so that's another three-ish <laughs> hours. You didn't watch anything on Monday is what I mean? Like, Monday was like, I'm just going to... I did, I did watch Raw. I'm just going to wait for Raw, like, because did, did you have... I actually a, had to watch Raw. Did you, have a produ- two- did you have a productive day? Was there? Did you do other things in the morning that prevented wrestle watching? Uh, during the day, yeah, it was to finish up cleaning the room. The, the room is clean now, so you're saying the room is all the way clean. The room itself is clean. I still have now this closet, which I consider a different part of the room, but it's still tally part of the room. So the closet is the next thing. It's the last thing. I could work on that. What, is it, what does that mean when it's like that's part of the room or like the next There's thing? like a door to it or at least like a gated door to it. So I consider that in itself its own little space of the room, but it's not technically part of the room because it's considered the closet. Right. But so that place is just a shithole. Like as soon as you open that, like stuff falling out, it's like comedic, like the, the boys locker in high school. Like, oh, look at all this stuff falling out. Like that's what that's what the closet looks like. It can, it yes. Can. So but, I do need to clean that out, and that's the next big undertaking, which I'll take care. Big undertaking. Or, I'm worried about when you get a real job, Gino. Like that. This yes. is cleaning a room is like a child's undertaking. You're you're my age. This is time. <laughs> T Bar would have that room clean in a couple hours. So I'm wondering if you have you ever talked to T Bar or Mace about cleaning their rooms? Um, not entirely. No. I think because normally stuff we talk about is more. What would be the word? Psychological, like I have more like in depth discussions, like big brain discussion, like the self and who we are. This is surprisingly big brain, though, Gino. That's what I think you're missing, everybody. It's like this is the most big brain thing ever. Like this room is not clean. It should have been clean. It's so big brain because here I am, small brained man, cleaning rooms very fast. You having big brain conversations are taking weeks to clean this room. So I'm curious. Like you guys aren't, and, and like I said about ICP last week, if you like the, all their music, all those jokers cards, they're all about uh, sharking your life, being a productive member of society, getting a well-paying job, uh, all these things that they say to do, you, uh, you know, your kids, your, your daughter's in college, tough grades, your son's playing video games, got the high score, all these things that could be your re- reality. 
but they're not your reality right now. So what are these big brain talks with Mace about? Again, normally getting to spend discussion like the, our ideas of who we are and have this whole discussion with him about how his character has affected his life, like him being a character in wrestling and how that may have affected him or affected his life becoming this character more or less, even if it may be an exaggerated part of himself. Oh, boy, that's he's our big brain. But yes, again, but, like that does affect. But still, what's his room look like? Is his room clean? Like that's what I, I think. That's the biggest brain. I think that's definitely the largest portion of this. Is like I need to know why this room is taking weeks. Uh, even with the sniffles, like you even said, I wasn't really feeling well. It's not like you had COVID. You could still have cleaned the room. But all of that aside, you know, I I had a busy weekend. Throw that out there. All right, I watched the Survivor Series uh, Monday, so I finished it last night. I watched Turning Point today. I had to fast forward some of it uh, because it was a long event. Oh my gosh. These guys, like, I even made a reference. Oh, they have YouTube. They can just do a nine hour stream on every Saturday. And who's going to stop them? It just, it made so much sense to me that they would absolutely just stream all day, all night. So they, they kind of did that. They had a very, very long Turning Point countdown to Turning Point, blah, blah, blah. Uh, a very, very busy day. But I, I guess it all starts with, with the Survivor Series. That's the hot topic. I, I read most of the raw results, okay? I, there was, I had to watch seven hours of wrestling in the, the four hours I watch TV on Mondays and Tuesdays. But there's just too much, Gino. Why did Austin Theory steal the egg? I don't understand. This doesn't make sense. Listen, I know it doesn't make any sense. It should have been somebody else. It should have been Hardcore Holly, really, so he could win the belt and then beat everybody. We already know this. That's the idea, and it would have been perfect. But it was Austin Theory because he is a dull type of character like R-Truth, which it also could have been R-Truth if we wanted to go with a comedic route that they still went with, with Austin Theory just being kind of a nonce and not keeping the egg where it was. Did, did you say a, a dull character or a dull Dunce. Oh, a dunce. dunce. Okay, gotcha. You, like, he's an idiot. Like, we can only yes. have idiots involved with this the storyline. Because uh, I had no idea what the plan was. Was this just an excuse to have Ron SmackDown on the same episode of Raw? That could have been also an excuse, yes. But who knows if that was, like, their actual long-term ideas. Just like, again, The Rock was originally going to actually show up on Survivor Series, but was, was not able to. Yeah, that's uh, originally was the plans, at least from this one report that I read. That what culture also posted about oh, good. the was uh, a report. I trust those guys. So it's around the world taking this information about the, the original idea supposed to rock was going to be on the show. I don't, I don't know if I believe that. If I'm the WWE and I'm selling pay per views and I, I, the rock might be here, I'm definitely letting everybody know that like way ahead of time. Can you imagine? Like they had that John Cena rock match booked out a year in advance. Can you imagine if this time when they're bringing in the rock, it's going to be a complete shock and surprise and awe these guys have been getting ridiculed by the wrestling community for for months this entire year has been how much everybody hates wwe now so all oh, the rock's gonna show up but let's not tell anyone it'll be a huge surprise i think wwe is in like save it mode we need or like save us mode save us y2j mode they need they need these big announcements ahead of time because if rock shows up on peacock and nobody's there to see it does it make a sound it still would because it's The Rock and it's their biggest draw they would have. But again, I think they 
knew they planned months in advance, but then months later they found out that The Rock had scheduled plans that were going to interfere with him possibly showing up. Yeah, and no that he shit. couldn't just do what he did for uh, what's it called for TNA when he did the uh, little video message for Ken Shamrock who got inducted to the Hall of Fame. He kind of did that though. He kind of did it what he did for Shamrock by, hey, I have all these years of content that I've given you guys anyway. Just put that all into packages and you guys can use that for my little night that you're doing for me that I'm clearly not going to show up for. I know I'm promoting a movie, so I'll show up almost anywhere, but I'm not showing up at Survivor Series in front of a sold out Barclays Center. But let's talk about this event, Gino. Survivor Series went down Sunday night, Barclays Center, Brooklyn. They made sure that I knew that. They told me multiple times that this fucking event was in Brooklyn, Texas. So I, I enjoyed this event, Gino. I got to be honest. I know that we're supposed to we're supposed to poo-poo WWE. Ty of Valkyrie is telling us, like, how could you support them? They don't give a crap about their talent. So just true. A lot of me, well, a lot of me agrees with that. I think a lot of, I, look, they just fired 80 people, all right? But then there are also stories of guys like Tyson Tomko who go to rehab and WWE pays for it. So there is contradictions and conflictions, and maybe they care about certain talent that, you know, can draw money. And then Jimmy Uso can get as many DUIs as he wants, but you know, Jack Swagger gets caught with weed. He loses at WrestleMania. So there's definitely pixies and choosies. But what'd you think of this event? Try and remove your internet guy bias. Wasn't this a good pay-per-view? This was a fine pay-per-view. It was not better than Turning Point. Which, again, that's wow. the I had to compare. But the two events, I think Turning Point was a better show. That's the craziest thing you've ever said to me. There's no way. Turning Point had matches that could have been on Impact, like TV. There's no way. Yes. Anything with Rich Swan versus VSK and all the explanation we get for Brian Myers not being there is a few tweets. Like that's wow. You think turning point turning yes. point was better than yes. Survivor Series? Yes, because the only thing really coming out of Survivor Series was egg. With turning point, we got Jonah being the hell out of Josh. Wait, wait, Jen. wait. What do you mean egg? What is that? Did you not watch all the matches? The gold egg was the main thing of the show because no. the entire show. Brand supremacy and Raw wins most matches except for two and one was a DQ win for SmackDown. Sure, but look, okay. and it meant nothing for both shows. No, as far what as a pay per view, yeah, but it did. It definitely there were some awesome matches. Look at it individually. Becky got her big win over Charlotte. Let, let's go match by match because that's we're gonna get to turning point as well. I just had no idea that anybody could think that this was worse than turning point. Now turning point was a fine show. But it's definitely like you could definitely tell which event I liked more uh, just by like I took little notes. I just wrote like one or two words about each match. So I'm going to run it down because I'm very shocked to hear you say that. Like even as a WWE, like you're just an Internet guy. You watch all wrestling. You're, you'll tell me that a match on GCW was four stars. Meanwhile, something that happened Survivor Series 03 is like th three and a half. Well, it's not as good as this triple threat from a GCW event. So I know how your brain works, but I'm curious because let, let's go match by match. Now, I didn't watch this, this Sheenske versus Damian Priest match because that was on the pre-show. And even when I fired up my Peacock to watch Survivor Series, that wasn't on it. So are they just are they admitting that if it's on the pre-show, it doesn't count at all? I guess so now that they just accepted it just because like that one year where the New Day won and they didn't count it. It's the same thing now. Any pre-show match that you don't count for the Survivor Series numbers. Okay. All right. So the pre-show match does not count. Uh, I did not watch. I, I saw the highlights of it. It seemed fine. 
Uh, I Damian Priest must be getting Hulu rod even on Survivor Series. Like I am not seeing this guy ever. I haven't seen this eyeliner since he's been wearing it. So uh, I thought it was fine. I liked Rick Boogs. I always like Rick Boogs. But apparently, my buddy who doesn't watch wrestling very often was messaging me about how stupid Rick Boogs was. So maybe to an outsider, they see Rick Boogs and they're like, oh no, this is a terrible gimmick. This sucks. Why is this on Survivor Series? But you, but you're gonna flip the coin. You're gonna actually defend Rick Boogs, right? Of course, Rick Boogs. I've been a fan of since NXT. Eric Bugenhagen is a better name, though. I prefer Eric Bugenhagen than shortening it very down to just Rick Boogs. I kind of still agree. be Eric Bugenhagen. I actually because Rick Boogs almost doesn't sound like a name. You know, it's it, it really yes. is Rick. I mean, you could be Rick Bugenhagen if they're worried about how long that name is. But yes. like Bugenhagen is a fun. Can you imagine McAfee having to say a Bugenhagen every night? Like I would love to have McAfee yep. screaming that name. Uh, I mean, he says Rick Boogs pretty good, too. Uh, his commentary was the best. I love I know you hate Pat McAfee because you don't like funny things. Uh, well, you like funny things. You like Wrestle House, but you don't like. Like jock, like this is jock humor. This is me and Nathan loving McAfee calling it SmackDown, talking about the horror show spelled with an H. He's the funniest guy, I think. In the, I love that it's him. It's because he's got this huge following. I guess WWE doesn't listen to him when he does commentary because they would not let anyone talk like this. So, Becky versus Charlotte. Now, yes. the promo package caught me off guard. I guess I watch Raw, I watch SmackDown. But you kind of forget this thing's been going on for a century, all right? This is the longest feud in WWE history. Because in my head, I always think, I always think Charlotte and Sasha, they had the Hell in a Cell. I think Bailey, I mean, Bailey and Sasha obviously had the Iron Woman match. So I, I never really put, and I know Becky became the man by beating up Charlotte. But when they showed all this promo, I realized real quick, this is the is this the biggest feud in women's wrestling history? Or was that just the promo package? I feel that was just a promo package. We need to like really look through the big women's feuds and really see what could be bigger in comparison. Do do you have one? Do you do you have a name that you would throw out there? It's like, oh well, Lita Trish. I would go with like Lita Trish because of how long that was going on for and that there was a point in time before Lita got injured where they were going to main event WrestleMania. I, I, uh, I don't know. About, I don't know how true that it is was going to be it. Cause they made their raw had that big match and Lita got hurt in there. And then they it was either Lita or Trish that talked about that. They were going to be in the main event of WrestleMania because of how hot their <laughs> feud was at the time. Was their feud hotter than any, like what, what, what year was that going to be? Oh, two was that? Cause that had to be, that would have been Oh three then. Right. Or Oh four. Yeah. It would have been about 03, 04 WrestleMania. 03 was Angle Lesnar. They even had Rock and Austin on that card. You went to 04. It was Eddie and Angle and Triple H, Sean and Benoit. I don't, I, there's no way Trish and Lita ever main event at WrestleMania around these times. No, nah, there's no way. That's, we're not there yet in history, bro. We didn't have a Ronda Rousey to, to get the entire world to tune into women's wrestling. That I know that Trisha or Lita can say that. I like that we don't know who said it, but that make that's not true. There's no way. That's I agree. I believe some of the stories that these wrestlers tell that aren't corroborated by anyone else. I believe that Austin told the story he didn't want to work with with Hogan because he didn't think he could have a good match with Hogan, so he wanted to work with uh, Scott Hall. It's like, what? Just work with Hogan. They're the same guy, except one's more popular. And uh, that's why Rock got to wrestle Hogan. Like, I believe that story. Austin told that story. I've never heard anyone else tell it. But I think that makes total sense. I, I agree that, that I think they wanted Hogan to beat 
rock and austin was like fuck that we've been beating these bastards in the ratings vince they're not beating us nowhere no how so i think i believe those stories there's no way trish and lita were gonna main event at wrestlemania over triple h over austin over rock uh maybe in like no, I can't name one year. And we talk about Triple H with all his backstage politics. He's not letting Lita and Trish main event in 05, not in 06. Uh, he was injured in 07, so maybe 07. But that's the only chance that I could see that main eventing, and I don't think either one were wrestling. Well, they probably were both wrestling, but not each other at that time. So Becky and Charlotte, biggest – like as far as matches go, they've had some headliners. They've had some bangers. They had a WrestleMania main event or two. And this was really, really good. I was shocked this how good this was. This is uh, – and even the finish where, you know, they're both heels. You know, we have to go to Monday Night Raw and Becky still gets some chance. Like, woo, you beat the villain. No, I'm still the villain, you dickheads. You guys were chanting for CM Punk, you you jerk-offs. Uh, I love this match. You know what you think? I think this was the best match of that night, of the entire card. Yeah. For Survivor Series. I think so too. I, I there's another match that I re, there's two other matches that I really enjoyed, but this one was like I I said it. This could have gone last. Like I thought it was the main event. They they hyped it up like this is this is the two biggest female superstars in WWE history. We talk about women's evolutions and all those things. Like this is it. These are the two that PCB ha, the submission sorority. None of us will ever forget that. What an amazing monumental moment in history, right? So. This match was fantastic. I love that Becky cheated to win and made it. You know, it's like Eddie Guerrero. I'm a, I'm a good guy tonight, but I still cheat to win. Uh, so this match was fine. And then we go into the men's Survivor Series match. You know, this is where I started to have issues. Kevin Owens gets counted out. I Like, that's okay, I guess. Like, I'm about myself. I don't give a shit about Raw or SmackDown. I'm getting out of here. Uh, but then there was another count out, like a double count out. What? What, at what point in history, when do we get to get to a, like a board meeting with Vince and Bruce and explain that these countouts are like smacking us in the face? I felt betrayed when I saw a double countout on this card. That will only happen if we ever get to a point where WWE writers like in the actual like top of the tier people that are not like from NXT realize that how could they coexist is outdated and lame, but they're going to keep doing it every year because that's the big question we always have to ask is how will these teams coexist with all of this animosity and all these changes? They don't know what to do. It's just too much happening sometimes. Well, because it was it was McIntyre and Lashley, right? Bobby. Like, and that makes sense. You know, they had the WrestleMania match, but the they're fact, ongoing feud that'll never end. But that's what I'm saying. We have this. We have all this built-in animosity and rivalry. Why not have them either be the final two or like just a double countout was such a lazy way to get. Well, we don't want either one of these guys to get pinned, so they're just gonna fall out of the ring, and they'll just get counted out. It was sloppily booked. Uh, some it of was it, better than the women's one. Oh, 100%. And we'll get yes. there when we get there. But I, I looked at this. I liked the final two. I thought having Jeff Hardy versus Rollins was a cool kind of like, oh, okay. You know, the crowd was going ape shit for Hardy. We all kind of were. Uh, what are your, what are your, what's your take on Jeff Hardy? I know he's like an old WWE guy, but do you have respect for him? Yes, I do. I have respect for him that he should be free to express this creativity and hopefully with since he's talking with his mask guy to make this new mask whether it be willow or whatever name they're gonna have or again what i would love for him to bring out is itchweed him to bring out his itchweed character and we do that baby for the well, first time ever 
And last time we tried something Hardy related in WWE that was created somewhere else, it didn't really work. I want him to yeah. create something else with creative services or whatever their names are. You know, I like that's the kind of stuff that I want to see. I want to see uh, like him. Like imagine he just gets the fiend gimmick. Just give him the mask. Get Tom Savini in here. We need to get Jeff Hardy a, a fiend mask, and he can come out to modest to the top and just kind of saunter out to the ring like it's Victory Road 2011. Uh, so Rollins gets the win. It was a cool final too, though. So I gave him credit for that. It kind of helped me forget the nonsense that had happened with, I mean, no one's getting counted out was fine storyline wise. Now Raw's the underdogs. And then the double count up between Lashley and McIntyre was just imagine being there live. And this is happening. You three count outs in one match. We hype up this survivor series match. Like it matters. Like it's really important. The battle for brand supremacy. It yeah. It's <laughs> like, the fact that this is a, a we sell a pay per view based around this match that's thirty years old, and oh, this one had three countouts in it. That's fun. So I don't know. I wasn't I wasn't super impressed with this. However, I liked Rollins getting the big pin at the end. Uh, ultimately, Rollins leaves this looking awesome, and you go over to is he like he's getting the belt from Big E eventually, right? Is that where this is going? That's the next feud, right? He has an over contendership because of that ladder match, and I believe Big E is going to beat him. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, no, no, I, I don't think Seth is getting that title. I know sadly. that. Um, and and you know what? I, that, I'm fine with Big E as champion. I like Big E as champion. I think he's doing a good job so far. So, and he proves it in the main event, bro. I was all in on this main event. I forgot how awesome wrestling was for a couple <laughs> minutes because I had to watch a women's Survivor Series match that had some shenanigans in it. And then I was reminded how great wrestling is by Biggie and Roman. And th- th- honestly, that main event might have been what made me realize, okay, this is this is better than Impact. Like I watched the Impact show, some of the matches, and I know that. Look, I know that Survivor Series had like some crap matches, but it was a Survivor Series elimination match, which is still unique and special. There was two of those; they were both kind of lame. There was a battle royal, which, you know, it was kind of a lame battle royal, but it was still a battle royal. I got to see all my favorite wrestlers. Got to see some Pizza Hut. But there was no VSK versus Rich Swan. So that's just little differences that I see. And we'll go through turning point. We'll have our chance to get there. Uh, after the amazing Raw Survivor Series victory, we go to the 25 years of the Rock Battle Royal. Was this announced on SmackDown? Are they what? What happened? When did this become a thing? This was announced, I believe, either on SmackDown or right after, like on social media. Okay. They're doing this anniversary rock thing, so the person who wins becomes the rock. Oh, that's pretty sweet. Yeah. Well, and is this where the rock was supposed to come out? Like you and what culture were, were expecting? Like, Maybe, we don't know. They didn't say specific, but he was supposed to show up. So we don't know what the idea really was, but he was supposed to be there. And that's why he posted on Instagram that night of him having a sandwich. I don't think he was supposed to be there. <laughs> I really don't. I That was the original plans that the movie came out. And it's like, I have to do media. You know, this movie's release date was announced last year. Like, it's not, this whole thing can't just be, what are you guys doing this weekend? Ah, shit. Netflix is going to release my movie. I can't make it. I, I'm so sorry. Like, they filmed this movie nine months ago. It's The Hollywood is an interesting business where it takes forever to do sound and editing. Do you know, it's a long process. So The Rock would have known months ago when this movie was coming out. WWE booked the Barclays Center like nine months ago. So these plans. So are you saying like eight months ago WWE was like, 
or nine months ago, WWE said, Rock, you can be at Survivor Series, right? And he said, yes. And then eight months ago, he was like, ah, shit, I can't. Pretty much. <laughs> so, yeah, what, what culture is saying just nine months before? So, okay. And then. Yes, they had the idea of Rock, then they're like, oh, we got to change. We got to just have the egg. Yeah, we're still going to have this entire pay per view built around the Rock. But since Rock can't make it, we're going to put the egg in there. And we're not going to get Ryan Reynolds. We're not going to get Cal Gadot. We're not going to get any other of these ancillary characters that could also just show up and promote Red Notice. We're just going to have the egg there. That'll be our big thing. And what's the payoff for the egg? Austin Theory will take it. Like, no payoff at all. Kind of, Maybe you're right. Maybe it is just we're booking it as we go. But also, The Rock was not supposed to be there. Um, he would have told me, by the way. I'm close personal friends with him. He streams on Twitch. I respond to his messages. Now we're friends. Uh, this Battle Royal was kind of a bummer, Gino. It kind of made me realize... Uh, how much I'd like to see some of these guys in other companies, but also a uh, big question. Where the fuck's Mace? You're a big Mace guy. I watched this thing. I'm looking for Mace. I thought I saw him. And then I would kind of catch a glimpse like, oh, that's not Mace. That's, that's Commander Aziz from behind. Where is Mace? Well, here's the thing. If you watch the pre-show, which you missed. Oh, good. He got attacked. There was this segment where Vince McMahon came in in limbo. And then he came out of the limo. You see Mason back with all the other guys. You see him, Manny, my boy, Mansoor. You see T-Bar. You see all these guys. They're all there celebrating Vince. And then Vince brings up the egg and they don't cheer. But then Vince calls them to cheer. And then as they cheer, Mace starts the egg, egg, egg chant. And then everyone went on with it to chant egg. But wait, what is that? Did, 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 why is he not in the Battle Royal? What does that mean? Yeah, I don't know. He just was there. I thought was, there was going to be more there. to that story. The nope, story that ended. Was the story. He chanted egg. This, this is like when you when you sent Kevin that clip of NXT and you sent the punchline without showing the build up to the joke. Because that, yes. that story. So so you're excited that he his big achievement from Survivor Series was starting the egg chant. Yes, he, that's the only thing he did at Star Series. Hell yeah. Yes. He could have done he's more, on. Gino, I swear. I swear he's good. I know that. I know he's good. No, Gino, I know he's good, okay? You're the one who's telling me he's fine making money for his family. I'm the one telling him to go to Vince's office tonight. Tell him, okay, I steal the egg. I started the egg chant. I know how valuable that egg is. My entire gimmick becomes being obsessed with this egg. I defend the egg with my life. I beat the shit out of people every week if they even mention the egg. We have an egg on a pole match, a ladder match with the egg hanging above it. This egg is the new championship, Vince. And he would say, I like it. Let's give it to Shanky. So, okay, this battle royal kind of stunk. I liked AJ's elimination. I thought that was fun. Uh, Why is everyone bullying Sami Zayn? What? I know that he's a villain or a heel, but that moment of him getting his buddies together and saying, hey, we're SmackDown. We got to stick together because there's more Raw guys. How come they just got rid of him? What happened? Because they don't care about brand supremacy. That's a good point. None of us Because they want They're all for, they're all with the corporation. They're all with the people in charge for this conspiracy document, which we're never going to get. But what we are going to get is Pizza Hut's trick or treat box every year. We're going to be celebrating Pizza Hut. Pizza Hut was everywhere. We got some Pizza Hut in there. I have time out of Royal. That's the only thing the Battle Royal is about with Pizza Hut. Not the movie, not the Rocks movie. It's about Pizza Hut. Well, did you get Pizza Hut from after this no. event? Oh, no. what are your thoughts on Pizza Hut, by the way? I used to think that Pizza Hut was not good 
but now I live near one and it's outstanding. They they have a thin their thin crust is really good. I was surprised because everybody's always like, no, Domino's thin crust is the best. Or Papa John's thin crust is good. I'm gonna throw you know what? I'm this is this is five claps for, for Pizza Hut, dude. I'm loving Pizza Hut's thin crust. I'm loving their pan. Everything about them is I don't get their breadsticks though. You know, I'm not one of those. I'm not a breadstick guy. A bread because I used to work at Papa John's, you know. Breadsticks are just like the pizza dough with no pizza on it it's not exciting at all so i i'm in i love pizza hut you know and i think that this tyla speeda says pizza hut so yum pretzel crust i grew up with bragging rights we need brand supremacy see i agree with tyla speeda says pizza oh. hut so yum pretzel <laughs> crust i grew up with bragging rights we need brand supremacy we need everything that he said and i agree with him wholeheartedly as far as definitely with the pizza hut i didn't i wasn't watching during the brand supremacy pay-per-view I did really enjoy the ropes. Thought the ropes were awesome. The greatness! Thank you, Old Lang Sign, for gifting a sub. Ew. To OG JFC. Welcome to the club, my friend. I appreciate it. And now you can use a an was it an exclamation point grit. And uh, you can say things. That's awesome. But the ropes were great, Gino. I really enjoyed the red and blue ropes. That had a big feel of brand supremacy night. This didn't. And again. Put something on the line. Put that egg on the line. Whichever whichever brand has the most wins gets this egg at the end of the night. Let's do something. This had nothing at stake other than the matches became the ones that mattered were the personal ones, were the ones where something was really at not at stake, but just it was really about I'm a champion. I need to prove that I'm better than you. Whether it was Becky Lynch and Charlotte or Big E versus Roman. Even I'll, I'll even tip my hat a little bit Poor to the kids Uso. Are just as bright and just as talented. Oh, kids. we got to hydrate from Auld Lang Sign. I'm drinking Coke Zero. Tonight's Vleeties 2.0 is about is sponsored by Coca-Cola Zero Sugar and also Pizza Hut's new Trick or Treat box. Okay, twenty dollars. And first of all, they do have a box where you get like two small pan pizzas, breadsticks, and a dessert. Gino for like twenty bucks. That's an outstanding deal at any price. It is. I mean, I would agree for two pan pizzas. I don't know if it's like unlimited toppings or it's limited toppings, but that it's like is one. It's like one, one topic. Pizza places make their money in the toppings, by the way. When you order extra toppings and they're $1.50, uh, come on, you can get a McDouble for $1.50. How come it cost me $1.50 to add bell peppers and then another $1.50 to add mushrooms? Are you telling me that I'm getting $1.50 worth of mushrooms on this pizza? I'm not getting. I've been listening to Pat McAfee too much. You know, he's my favorite announcer ever. Use the promo code Vleeties in the Pizza Hut app, and they will ask you what you are trying to accomplish. So, Battle Royal stunk, Gino. Uh, let's move on to the Raw Tag Team Championship match. Uh, really enjoyed this match. It's the championship match. This is what happened. We got a title match. Yeah, double titles. That's what they should do. Losers. Yes, put all the titles on the line. Losers vacate your belts. You guys got to win them back. This match was great. I like. I know that it's Randy Orton, so I'm, I'm obviously gonna like it. Matt Riddle had a few moments in this match where I thought this is the Matt Riddle we need. Remember Matt Riddle versus the Velveteen Dream, Gino? Yes, I remember Matt Riddle in NXT. I remember even the Broserweights that I was a big fan of, and now we're getting he's making himself into a character, which again maybe Vince and whoever just likes him being a stoner and making stoner character. But like it's he's fine, but like it's not the same as NXT Riddle. But it reminded me again. There were spots where it's like this is the Riddle we want back. 
Yes. Like he's just funny guy. He is he is stoner guy. And even Broserweight is too funny for me. I'm talking him in Velveteen Dream. I'm talking him with the pinstripe Yankee trunks coming out and doing his dance. And then halfway through the match, he like turns heel. Because he just starts yep. beating the shit out of Velveteen Dream. He turns into more of an MMA character. And, you know, this guy has a UFC background. Uh, he doesn't like British people. They spit in his mouth. So he has – it was this amazing match. I always tell people that's my favorite Matt Riddle match. That's my favorite Velveteen Dream match. It's an amazing story. Uh, you can watch it with no buildup either. It's just fantastic. And Velveteen Dream, by the way, versus Aleister Black, that was awesome too. But – this match in particular, like as far as this Usos versus uh, Orton and Riddle, I thought this was great. It made everybody look awesome, and they gave it some time. That's the other thing with WWE lately: having six matches on your main card and the pay per view still longer than three hours. They're giving this stuff some time, which I like because there are there have been several times we've ordered pay per views and the second match is three and a half minutes, and you're like, "Cool, Charlie Haas is pretty good at wrestling," so. It was nice to see these guys go long. And I didn't know who was going to win. I honestly thought the Usos had a big shot at winning and we were going to build towards. Uh, I think I picked RK Bro to win anyway because I think their breakup's going to happen more in Febu- February. But this was an amazing match. It was. And I, with how I was seeing the car go down, I had a feeling Raw was just going to win everything but the main event. Sure. And the only match they didn't win was by DQ. Sure, and I think even when I did my predictions, I or at least somewhere, I had said, why not just have Raw lose everything, Roman gets the win, and that way he can really tell everybody that he's the one. He's I, I'm the only one who won on this freaking brand. I've buried everyone else, and nobody cares that Raw won all these matches because I won my match. My match is the one that mattered. Like, there's so many easy ways he can make that promo work. Oh, Raw lost. Why would I? Or SmackDown lost. Why do I care? I'm worried about my hundred million dollar contract after you sell that egg. So, uh, amazing match. I really enjoyed that. Now, what happened? Why this women's Survivor Series match? By the way, yes. Um, had another countout. What is happening? I the best countout. That made no sense. I hated that countout. Like, why? Why would her team do that? And then they don't like her. Hell, we don't like you and. It wasn't like Jeez. she – and Shotzi botched the tag, I guess, because she was supposed to do it. It was the, the senton she was supposed to do, but I think Selena was a little bit too close, so she had to do a splash. Yeah, that was weird, but then there was that moment where Shotzi was supposed to get – Sasha and Shotzi were supposed to tag whomever at the same moment. It was supposed nice. to – Yes, and Sasha gets in the ring, and then Shotzi does the tag and then gets in and says, No, I'm legal! I'm legal! <laughs> Is there anything more annoying than Shotzi's heel turn? More annoying? Name a thing. Name a thing on WWE worse than the Shotzi heel turn right now. And don't you dare say Mace. Right now? Um, I thought like of all time you're thinking, but right now? Right now, what's worse? What's more annoying than Shotzi yelling as a heel, even though she's the best baby face they have? Randy? You think Randy's great? That makes me laugh every I'm time. Randy, it's I just love it. Peter Griffin saying Randy because he was getting bullied by Randy. Yeah, I love it. It's awesome. You, you don't get the reference. Family, guy. family guy's I get great. That's it's just Family Guy. Family Guy's great. Family Maybe... Guy should just be its own world. We shouldn't reference Family Guy. It's fine to reference Seinfeld and Larry David with pretty good. 
and having a whole Seinfeld attire, which I like. But I'm pretty sure, by the way. Family. I'm pretty sure that they don't they don't even know they're doing a Family Guy because honestly, I didn't. <laughs> I, Riddle does. I didn't know. Me and Riddle probably don't watch Family Guy anymore. We gave up <laughs> on it after season three. We're like, okay, you guys brought it back. It's not as good. Thank you so much. So now this match was terrible. Carmella's el- elimination was fun. Tony Storm looked pretty good in this match. And then I felt like I had a sip of Coca-Cola Zero uh, and, and Pizza Hut. And I looked up and she was gone. What happened? How come it suddenly suddenly she's out? Rhea Ripley's supposed to be like this dominant chick. She got out pretty easily. What happened? <laughs> like it was this... wanted to make Bianca the sole survivor and beat against all odds one against four. So she was down one uh, four one, but then Sasha has the count out. Which, okay, yes. look, hey, we're SmackDown. We have four people. We can get rid of one that we don't like. We'll have the moment without her. We hate her anyway. But then it seemed like the next two minutes were the easiest velocity squash match victories I had ever seen. It wasn't like, impressive for her to eliminate what uh, Natalia, Baszler, and then Shotzi. Like, none of it really seemed hard. I, there was never a moment where I thought, oh, she's she's not going to be able to get this done. Like, you and I just watched Survivor Series 2003 a couple weeks ago. And, like, Shawn Michaels was down 3-1. Blood in his face. How is he doing this? Where is Shawn getting this? Go, Shawn, go. And even though he lost, it was still, I felt like he had earned a victory there. A moral victory, at least. Bianca got an actual victory. And I don't feel like there was ever any... Was this hard for her? It's Natalia was beaten super easily with a roll up. Well, even uh, wasn't Shayna rolled up? Like everybody just keeps getting rolled up, and then finally we get a KOD, and it's just. And then I I, no, I don't know who did this. I'm sure it was somebody in the referee's ear. Just have Bianca dance for like two minutes. We got to cue up some highlights, and the camera was awkwardly on her as she's kind of dancing with her hair. Do, 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 do. And I don't know if there were, like if that was the plan. Hey, she has this momentous victory, Survivor Series. She won the Royal Rumble. Now she's the sole survivor. Everybody's going to forget about that 26 seconds at SummerSlam because of this moment right here. Do, 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 do. Her song's a banger. Isn't it the best? It's a great song, but now, again, we got this. But I think again, people didn't really care because they knew right after this was going to be a match or even a long-term feud with Dewdrop and not a title opportunity. Uh, well, no, we already know who the next the, the next Raw. Yes, we know it's Liv Morgan. So they knew like this yeah. match wasn't going to mean anything for Bianca. No, I think in the long term, because you know, we have these things called the Slammies, and she's probably going to win Female Superstar of the Year. And that'll do give... they still do Slammys? Oh, yeah, they did do that one on Twitch, didn't they, one year? Which is like was video. Nope. Like, it wasn't even on their new television. Gino, we have a live crowd, okay? We're definitely going to have some Slammys again, all right? We're going to... We might even have the Bella Twins return at the Slammys. It's going to be fantastic. <laughs> uh, so th- this was... um, and, and look, I understand, like, oh, well, Bianca just had this awesome Survivor Series. She should get a title match. Again, I like WWE trying to... Just because you're not going for a singles women's championship, we're still going to try and put rivalries together, much like the men. The men have matches all the time that are not for belts. So, And that's because the men are interesting characters and they're given ring time and TV time. And we're trying that. Bianca's a, a great character. Dewdrop's a good, a good character. This is a good opportunity to have matches that aren't necessarily for a title. Like that Queen's Crown tournament, the idea behind that is outstanding. But when the matches are, oh, shoot, we got to put a women's match here. 
Okay, let's give them a minute and a half, including entrances. So I think that's exactly what we need to do. So I don't know. Loving it so far. I, I Now, th- this match did not end. Like I, Again, I was not impressed by Bianca's victory. It didn't seem very earned. You know, so what are your thoughts? Women's division in WWE, where are we going? Do you hate this match enough to where n- nothing good comes out of it? The match was fine. It didn't do much for anyone besides Bianca. Right. Yeah. Shotzi Bianca doesn't got anything good. out of it. Everyone did. They didn't even really like they got their stuff in, but they didn't really get any dominance where like they looked good. Shay looked bad. So did Rhea. And it's like everyone doesn't look good going out except for Bianca for winning. Is Sasha a villain? Because I kind of thought after Shotzi beat her up, it made Sasha a baby face. And yeah, she was, but the rest of them were all heels. Yeah, and that makes sense. So, but the way that Sasha's like flailing, and it kind of seemed like Sasha was a heel. I, it was very weird. A very weird pay per view. Yes. Very weird match. But then we move on to the main event. You know, this was the meat, right? We had a bunch yes. of salad before this. You know, we had some, some good apps. We had some fried pickles. This was the meat. Now, this yeah, we match- had the meat was the very first match. This is like a second course of the meat. Oh, a second meat. You're so right. This is a second meat. We have our first meat, and then fried pickles was like RK Bro. And now we're having some more meat. Everything else was salad and water. This was awesome. I really enjoyed this match. I like this match. By the way, Bleach, Bleach Report gave it an A. I'm giving this an A plus because as far as a WWE match between two champions where both guys need a win. Uh, I thought this was fantastic. Uh, we already kind of know what their next feuds are going to be anyway. This is obviously the silly pay-per-view where we have the brands fight each other. This could not have been any better, Gino. I thought the incorporation, of the, the whole storyline, this was another video package that I, I watched Raw and SmackDown, right? And I watched. Come on, catch the buzz, feel the steak. Oldling sign with the steak. He said he knew what I meant. It's just a meat. This is the steak of Survivor Series. Thank you, Walt Langston. I appreciate it. Steak! This is the steak, Gino. And this steak was fantastic. What? First of all, I, I called Roman Reigns victory. I knew he was going to win. It made sense. Were you still? Were you thinking Big E was getting the dub? I knew Roman was going to win. I wanted Big E to win because like, Roman could lose, but they weren't going to do it. The thing that I liked about Biggie since I referenced it was Biggie wearing Seinfeld quotes and having a Seinfeld attire because I'm a big fan of Larry David. Well, even this uh, Roman had the the red wrist thing. So they both were not – they didn't understand. This was about our brands tonight because Roman was wearing the red wrist thing. Biggie had blue in his tights. Like everybody – they were the only two that said, okay, look, we get there's some like brand thing going on tonight, but this is Biggie – Versus Roman, this is WWE Champion versus Universal Champion. Fleeties has completely 180 on the Universal Championship. I think it's the coolest belt name in wrestling history. I don't know why it happened. Because it just made me realize, oh yeah, everyone else has a world title. We have a universe title. It's such well, a- now we have a two universe titles. So that's the thing. Matt Cardona is the real Universal Champion, the GCW I, Universal I Champion. I thought Moxley beat him for it. No, he beat it for the GCW Heavyweight Championship, oh, not thank goodness. the Universal Championship. Oh, thank but goodness. But also what matters is since you bring up brands for Embassy and like people showing off their brands, the only time we saw people in their shirts was the Battle Royal. Why weren't the brands wearing their shirts during the, the actual tag matches like they used to do? 
They were wearing colors. They were all wearing red. But not shirts. They should have been wearing the Raw SmackDown shirts like they always did for the past few years. Yeah, for the past few years. Yeah, they definitely did. What about it? What about at bragging rights? Well, even at WrestleMania like twenty one, they had a a pre show. Yeah, they had a brand battle royal, and everyone had to wear their their uniforms for that too. So yeah, I, I agree. It was it was a little weird that we didn't make them wear shirts, but maybe it made it a little more legit without the shirts. At least in my view, that it did because it is cartoony no, when they're all to be wearing. A sport. You're a sports brand. You have to wear your branded shirt to support your you, brand. You just gotta wear. Well, what they don't wear shirts in any sports. They wear jerseys. And these wrestlers wear trunks, and the red team was red, and the blue team was blue. So I give them credit for that. If ECW was still around, they'd be wearing purple or some shit. Two hundred five live took the purple. So this was I don't this main event though Gino Big E Roman Reigns, fantastic I, match. So I know that we said Becky and Charlotte match of the night. This was also match of the night. Can I pick two? Can I say how awesome this match was? Listen, this match was awesome, but still to me, Becky and Charlotte was a better match. This was so good of it. Like I was very impressed. TWFS says Ill Rittenhouse, both of you for voting for those gay shirts. Yeah, Gino, no gay shirts during the matches. Okay, we're gonna get shot in self defense. We're gonna chase Kevin down, hit him with a skateboard, follow him with a gun, tell him we're gonna kill him. He's gonna turn and kill us with AR-15s, and then, uh, then the court's gonna try and paint him as a gay shirt hater, and people are gonna say, Gino, did you hear about this whole? Uh, he was wearing a white supremacist shirt. Did you hear about this? I did not hear about it. He was wearing a shirt that said free as fuck. And I was like, what's white supremacist about that? And then he was taking a picture with the Proud Boys. And the Proud Boys are still painted as white supremacists, but their leader is Cuban. What's happening, Gino? What do I do? What do I do with my hands? I don't know, man. I don't know what you do. I don't know if there's anything we as just normal citizens can do the situation i'm wearing a free as fuck shirt i think that's a great idea and they were doing this symbol i guess this is the new white symbol the proud boys do it like it's an okay symbol but they're saying it's a w i guess that's that that's the code i always yes, thought this was, was news has been reporting on that for like a while since it came from 4chan the idea of making the okay symbol a what is it white supremacist sign how come Cena, how come John Cena switched to this? Remember he was word life. He had like this thing going. And then one day it just yes, became, this. it just became that. Yeah. He would go. Yeah. He had the, the bang, the fingers together. Cause he wore the knucks and then the knucks got so big that he had to go like this. And then he just was like, okay, okay. Signs like what is happening? I could, it wasn't this team 3d and they throw up the 3d. Wasn't 3d like this with the, I don't, I don't remember how No, that, it's 3d. Gino, do I need to explain this? It's one, two, three D. Yes, same three D. No, you don't get the D. Where's your D when you do that? The D's your the D the D's right here. Your thumb. The D's right here. Podcasters, this is great. So <laughs> yes, this is content I, for them. This match was outstanding. I think the right guy won because clearly Reigns just can't lose. He, when he loses, it's gonna be huge, bro. And people are thinking the Rock's gonna come back and beat him. I think Roman Reigns is gonna beat the Rock. I'm calling that now. I think it's Brock that beats uh, Roman. You think and it's going to be Brock? Roman versus Brock, non-title. I thought, whoa, that's crazy. When's Mace, when's Mace getting involved in your booking? Uh, Mace gets involved when the title's on Brock. Dude, I'm so shocked he wasn't even in that battle royal. Like, it really it's, was just so shocking. Again, this is building up slowly, very slow, for us getting the rematch, the moment we've waited for, which is Mace and Brock one on one. Gino, is this, a, is this a white supremacist thing? I think Mace would do this. He's black. <laughs> It depends again. People in society, I 
don't entirely know if it is one hundred percent white supremacist or not. And also, I realized you do it like this and not this. Which I do it both ways. Whatever. My fingers slip. They got a lot of grip. I don't wash my hands very often because I like the oils <laughs> in my hands. I get so annoyed. Gino, the media really painted this Rittenhouse guy in a terrible light. Did you even hear in his interview, he says, I support Black Lives Matter. That's why I was fucking there. So I don't know why I'm being painted as this guy. He was there to hand out waters, be first aid. He was doing all these helpful things. And then these guys started messing with him. And then he shot three white people, but he's a a white suppressor. He hates black people because he shot white people. I don't get it, Gino. Help me. I don't get it either, man. I don't know if there's anything I can do to help you about that situation. Just just help me. That's why we got to be vocal, Gina. That's why this show's the new Proud Boys podcast, all right? Because I don't even know. Everyone loves to bring up the Proud Boys like they're these evil people. It's like, are they? Because they're not the ones who are burning down New York and burning down Philadelphia. And uh, <laughs> Home Depot and Irving got robbed today. That was fun. Uh, I live in Texas, Irving, Texas. Apparently, a truck pulled up. And these two dudes just ran inside and started grabbing. You know how they put, like, the leaf blowers in boxes? They just started grabbing a bunch of power tools and, like, running outside. Come on! Let's get these power tools! And I was even bummed out. I was like, please don't tell me what race they were. I was like, no! Come on, guys! We got to break that narrative. But, Gino, why is it true? I don't know, man. I have no idea why this perspective and why people do the things they do we need to actually understand the people try to help them early on in life so they can become better people for society i agree with i i honestly agree with that i do agree like people talk about oh we should have free college we should just make elementary school better it's it's really strange how everybody assumes no by the time you're 18 you're gonna know how to read you're gonna know how to write you're gonna know how to do this you're gonna know this i feel like we got a Put that shit into people when they're young, Gino. Put it. We're so worried about teaching kids that white people are evil. Like, it's so silly. Why don't we just have everybody learn the same amount of stuff? And what, what do you, what's your thoughts on standardized testing? I know how important it is to at least know how intelligent and how much these students understand what they're being taught. But yes, there are also a percentage of like standardized tests that don't, are not always accurate to the students learning but also well people are worried that you teach to the test but my big thing is are you're 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 in a family of educators aren't you uh, my mom is an educator yes thank you so um if do, don't schools with higher testing scores get more money or something like that it is something involving that and how teachers do get like looked at differently depending on how their students do yes that's weird dude i don't agree with that i feel like well and i also feel like, teachers don't like that they're graded on that. But it's also like, I don't know. Like, we got to grade you somehow, right? How do we do it, Gino? I, I feel like the testing shouldn't determine funding for schools. Like, the good schools, does, like, I don't know. They get more money? I, I don't know. They get better? I don't care. These other kids need some money, And then too. those bad schools where, like, you have no, like, teachers don't get paid enough. And you don't really get to help the students that are in, like, those poor educated schools. Like, poor, like, in money-wise. Exactly. Educated schools, like then it makes it harder for them to want to teach and actually try to teach because it's not going to really affect them whether they do well or not. Well, teachers spend a lot of their own money. All of this is Gino. All of this, all of this is more proof why WWE was fantastic on Sunday. (laughs) It makes me forget about all of the terrible things they've done this year. 
all of the wrestlers that they freed. I don't call it release anymore. I'm calling it TWFS free. says study for the test, Gino, and you'll do okay. Gino, you should study for the test. Wouldn't that be good if everyone tried really hard? Because that's the other thing that goes unsung a lot with these tests is that it does seem like when it's pounded into your skull how important test taking is. Because I've heard that excuse before. I'm just not a good test taker. I don't think anyone is naturally a good test taker. I think people apply their efforts and their. I think people do things a little different. You know, Ray Lewis even says effort is between you and you. So how much you put in is how much you're going to get out. And I think if at a young age you're taught to put a lot of effort into things, you're going to get good at them. Ray Lewis wasn't born good at football. You know, he had to watch film. He had to work out. And he had to try a little bit. Yes, he's a naturally God-gifted athlete. Ricardio renewed his subscription. Thank you so much. This is outstanding. Gino, when are you going back to school? Didn't you say you were going to finish up some degrees? I was thinking about if I do, I could possibly go into like a trade school eventually. I might do that. I need to really look into what I want to do as a career. What do you want to do, Gino? This is fun. I like that you're deciding right here live because you keep saying you're going to start the Gino stream. And I'm like, dude, I've I've subscribed on all of your social media platforms. I've never been told when you're going live. I even looked. uh, I know a real uh, I I know where you can host a podcast for free. Gino. it's shitty and amateur, but it's it works. So do you do you want to do your own podcast one day? I don't know about that again streaming and then from that like i can then record it and hopefully that it could be used as podcasting if i can just do a just tag stream or even just a part of it it's like an hour or so long which i might do again my issue that i did is i tested obs and it's slowing down everything whenever i run something whether it be like game or something so i need to like try other stuff like change like bit rates and all this and I'm gonna try stream elements next, and then Twitch Studio. If wait, I wait, what's to. wrong? OBS can do all those. You can change bit rates. I change the bit like, rate. It's not an entire sure if that's the case. Like if it is bit rate or something else, because like I did try changing it during it, and it wasn't affecting it as much. Like it was still slowing down. Malachi Black was... says, "Fucking War Games is going to be awesome." That's a Geno thing. I don't know what War Games is. I don't watch yes, WCW. It's not Tanko anymore. It's just NXT War Games. Okay, so here's the thing, Gino. You're saying all these things that you could have tested today. Like These are definitely things yes. that could have been handled today. You could have just decided, hey, I'm going to try OBS because I changed the frame rate. Remember when I would go live on the on the quadcast and Twitch would never work? I had to change the bit rate, yes. bro. No big deal. So there are things that you can do to just make it, you know, change it, make it different. So I'm with you, Gino. I can't wait for tomorrow. This is going to be awesome. It will. It's going to be a great day. It'll be just in time because this Thursday, uh, this Thursday is Thanksgiving, but this past Saturday, because I was looking at TNA and I was like, they're on Thursdays. Nathan Weller is a subscriber on Trovo. Thank you so much, Nathan. Turning point happened, Gino. kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids. Thank you so much, all length sign. They are. See, Gino, Joe Biden had it, right? Poor kids are as smart as white kids. Is he assuming there's no poor white people? I believe he's saying that poor white people do exist. He's just having like poor people of any kind. That's he's true. He's trying to be again, inclusive to all. But is he saying there's no, by, include, by being inclusive, is he saying that there's no rich black people? Is that what he was doing with that? I believe that was a slip up because, again, how he grew up when he was younger, when he saw <laughs> that mainly the white people of his time were the richer people. But he thought like that could still be. Yeah, him in people. Delaware. Yeah, him in his yes. re- his rich white Delaware neighborhood. We know what he meant. So uh, 
Now let's go to Turning Point. You know, I watched Turning Point today. I watched most of it today. I think I watched some of it last night. Uh, the entire thing was on Impact Plus, or not Impact Plus, uh, Impact Ultimate Insiders, including yes. the pre-show. Now, the pre-show, I thought I was going to see Crazy Steve and Black Terry, but I had uh, Rohit Raju and Raj Singh. Now, isn't Raj Singh, is it, wasn't he Big big Khali's like, interpreter or something? Why? How come this guy looks way different but has the same name? I think it was like he, it was probably his real name, or at least a name that he was free to use even after Davey, because some people are able to still use their names after Davey. Or was that? Or Ra- he was spelled differently. Was I don't that- know if that was the same guy that looked like him. Was that so. Ranjan Singh? Maybe, maybe I'm just racist. You're thinking Ranjan Singh. Yeah, okay. Finju's beat him, which, why is Raju? Malachi Black says, Gino, you can't wear that AEW hoodie to your job interview. G- no, he can. Where are you getting the job interview at? If you get a job interview at like an arcade, you should wear that jersey or that, that hoodie. That'd be great, Gino. It would. That's it. I got to look into places that are hiring in my area. That's what I'm going to do as well. Go Where do you live? Also- you live in Marietta. I live in Marietta. Uh, Marietta, Georgia. Jobs. Oh, just Indeed. Go to Indeed, Gio. There's so yeah, many, that's what I'm doing. It's like Indeed. There's and, so uh, many things on Indeed. You'd be so good at all these jobs. I haven't even opened the window yet. But I know you. I just know how you operate. I just think you need a little confidence. You need to go to Walmart to buy one of those shirts I was telling you about. You keep yeah. acting like they don't sell shirts at Walmart. So job employment, Marietta, Georgia. Here we are. We're already in it. Look. Oh, my gosh. you serious? You'd be the best warehouse package handler for FedEx ever this is right up your alley yes. Well, yes it'd be great to work at fedex something that maybe somebody here has worked malachi at black says you need to wear a suit gino yeah your birthday suit show up with no clothes on you know who would like that Tyler's. <laughs> so okay warehouse package handler 1950 an hour gino you could buy you could buy a gcw pay-per-view every month after working there for like two weeks Yes, that's true. But again, we got to see. Again, I might go for that. Again, maybe since I know possibly someone who's worked at FedEx, that might help. But Dude, maybe not. I'll throw it out there. I don't even care. I don't work there anymore. They can't do anything for me. Amazon to look. Amazon delivery. Tyler Speedus says, ID, love it. Oh, he would love it. See, look, Amazon delivery station, warehouse associate. That's in Smyrna. You know what else is in Smyrna? What else? The DDP Yoga Studio. You can go work for DDP. How far away are you from Smyrna? It depends on traffic and like I don't know entirely. Another big issue with me is I don't have my own car and don't have a license. Easy to get that to the lift. You can take a lift everywhere. Yes, uh, that's what we have to do. And also, you can get a driver's license eventually. That's easy yes. to do. You can get that, right? Uh, possibly. My eyesight's kind of bad. Like with glaring issues with the sun, has always been a problem. You have so many. Excuse- like, I mean, one of the most impressive things about you is when I, whenever I say, says, anything, get naked now, Gino. Forget the interview. Oh, Gino! No, I can't because that's against TOS. Do we need to play uh, the inspiration song? Well, well, we because that's a whole that's a stripper song. Uh, Amazon it's a great song, but we shouldn't because that's against TOS. I don't think that's a great song, by the way. Um, if I can say something, I know Split Master Sexy it. says, "If you become buff and the stuff, you will never hesitate." That's true. Nathan Weller. 
Taylor just did money and it didn't make a sound. What is this wait and see shit, Gino? Let's get a fucking job now and you'll start to love life because you have money. Enough excuses. All right, Gino, what's your email? I'm applying you for this Amazon picker full-time job in Decatur. How far is Decatur from you? Can you walk there? It is pretty far and I would not be able to walk Okay. Oh, hey, this one's in Marietta. It must be around the corner. Tutors needed. Your mom's an educator. You can tutor. It's Isn't it hereditary? Oh, not entirely. Education is not hereditary. Damn it. Oh, work from home? You're not even going to drive anywhere. Customer Good. assistance. CarMax. You know CarMax. What, yes. Do you know about the CarFox? No, I don't. I know only about the CarFax. Yeah, but the CarFox is the one who's like, show me the CarFax. You don't know these commercials? I know the commercials. I'm just saying I don't know the CarFox. Show me first. the CarFax. Show me the CarFax. No, you're going to love it. Gina, or you can go to Austell, Georgia. That seems far. Is Austell far from you? It can be. It can be. Was it, does it get further at certain times of day? Yes. Oh, That's how traffic works. Is it like Harry Potter? You know how the staircase has changed? I'm always yes. fascinated by Harry Potter because it's this magical world where they have all these magicians and wands. Nobody could stop the staircases from changing. They probably could. What, what about? They like make sure it's in the fastest way to get to the specific area. Oh, catch the buzz. They have to. Thing. Oh, a pizza. What about Pizza Hut, Gino? Could you work? Could you you don't have a car, but you can make pizzas. You can stand on the line, slap some dough. You hear that? That's yes, me I slapping could. dough. Yes, I could. Again, I could do a lot of things. So I really put my mind to it and really focus on getting this A job, which I will. Gino, yes. you posted a, a music video in the Discord at like yes. six, at like 6 a.m. my time. So I was yes. wondering if that meant you had gotten up early or if you were still awake. Yes, I just couldn't sleep last. <laughs> that mind was, was racing, kind huh? Of sick and depressed and kind of uh, yeah. Gino, I'm feeling better today. You yes, see, we're, that kept me we're all depressed. It's what we do with our depression that we just got to push through it. We got to fight through it. What Malachi we... Black says that was the sound of Vilides beating his meat. It's pretty violent. It is loud like that. You ever do it sitting up and it feels like you're just kind of punching yourself? <laughs> you ever do that, Gino? Maybe. For sure, all the time. Uh, look, hiring immediately warehouse associate. There's so many jobs in Georgia. I might have to move. Why is there so many jobs here that pay over $20 an hour? You know, you could be the richest guy. This could be your first. Can you lift 75 pounds? Yes. Oh, you're so in. Okay. I'm going to share this job with you because this is the one right here. Simos Insourcing Solution, Cartersville, Georgia. I did a map quest that's very close to where you live. This is the winner right here. Who's the big winner? Gino's the big winner. Perfect. I'll send that on my own time. It was only posted seven days ago, Gino. You got to strike while the iron's hot. Yes. So, yeah, seven days ago, they might still be looking. Do, up. They, have a, a higher, do they have a sign-on bonus? That would also – I'm not going to log in. <laughs> I, I, we'll, we'll do that. See, but just example, how many places are hiring right now? It's very, very fun. The amount of cap uh, possibilities there are right now. So, Gino, speaking of Georgia, this was in Tennessee. Oh, this is in Vegas. <laughs> I watched. Go on, catch the buzz, feel the sting. Another pizza. Thank you so much to all thanks sign for the another pizza. It's like uh, Pizza Hut in here, which, by the way. Poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids. Which is also not incorrect. Thank you so much, Nathan. Uh, this is a Coke Zero. Pizza Hut and Coke Zero are teaming up, even though I think Pizza Hut is Pepsi products. They are teaming up to give you Vlitis 2.0 right now, live on Trovo.live. So 
I watched Turning Point. Now, the first match, because, again, I love this. The entire thing was on YouTube. WWE thinks the pre-show is bullshit. Impact is like, no, we're going to have our best match on the pre-show. Because I talk a lot of shit about Jordan Grace every time I get the opportunity. And every once in a while, she has the match of the night. Now, her and Chelsea Green, maybe it's because I was like at work on break or something, but I just turned this match on. And I took a longer break today, Gino, because I could not stop watching this match. Was this secretly like the greatest match of all time or what? This, by feel, for a women's match, I think was even better than... Says, don't be a scab, Gino. The worker shortage is due to multiple nationwide strikes. Don't be a scab. Look, Ricardo is on my side. He's on your side, too. We got to get you back to work. Places need workers, and you're a worker. So go worker. Can you do it, Gino? I will. He will. He says he will, everybody. This is awesome. Yes. You got who's your inspiration, Cassie? I sadly don't entirely have an inspiration. Oh, Cassie and Jesse Cassie and Jesse are my like inspiration. I would not be where I'm at today if it wasn't for those two. So, okay. Let's take a look, Gino. Uh this match was outstanding. Really enjoyed it. I think that Jordan Grace shocked me with how good of a match this was. And you said for a women's match. What did you mean by that? This is for it's like I'm comparing this to Becky and Sharon. I think this was the better women's match of the weekend. That's the worst thing you've ever said. It wasn't that good. It was the match of this. It night. was. You think it was better than Charlotte? Did you hear the crowd in yes. Brooklyn? Yes. If they had a full crowd like they did in Brooklyn, but the, you they know would what? Have had but, a big reaction. But that's that's such poppycock, Gino. Because if their matches were that good, they would have a full crowd like they do in Brooklyn. Like Impact is a wrestling company. If if it was awesome, people would not be able to not watch it. Like people it just is awesome. People just don't choose to watch. That's the worst. That's the bad thing. But survivors don't choose to go to access television. And this was no. This wasn't even on access. This is five dollars on YouTube, and people would rather pay ten on Peacock to watch that. So, I mean, clearly that match that match was one of the best, I'm going to say this, ever. This is not a match of the year. It was definitely a match of the night. But that Becky-Charlotte match was fantastic. I think maybe you have the WWE glasses on where you're like, fuck these guys, they fired all my friends, including Chelsea Green. But this this match was good. Let's not compare it to the WWE stuff yet. Because I think as a, if you're saying this match was better than Charlotte and Becky – then we're going to have issues this entire card because this Four bit, kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids. Thank you so much, Auld Lang Syne, for, for, the, uh, for the spell. Mana Israel, he's on fire. So this event opened technically with Chris Saban versus Ace Austin. Now, Gino, I, let me, what did I write about this match? Uh, I wrote, was great. Where is this going, though? How come Ace Austin lost to Chris Saban? Are we, are we building up Chris Saban for something or – do we need to have Ace Austin lose a few matches just to make him seem mortal? What are, what are we doing? Again, the, if you remember the story time they've been doing, because again, this entire card right. has story in every match. So we had Ace Austin beat Chris Sabin. This has been the thing going on for weeks is Ace Austin beat Chris Sabin. He got the shirt. He yeah. It's the best shirt that he beat Chris Sabin. Then Chris Sabin had to prove himself, to prove that he can do it, that he can beat Ace Austin. And now Chris Saban is Chris Saban. Chris Saban is finally back to who he once was as Hale Saban. He's come back to his own to be the single star again. Uh, well, and, and don't don't make me do this, but you, you said this match actually has stories. Are you saying the Survivor Series did not have any stories at all? The entire card only had two matches with story. Well, well you, I, I can name all. There's a story in every match that we can name. 
brand versus brand Smackdown versus Raw's whole thing where they had literally just people get eliminated because you lost to Bobby Lashley, you're a loser. Well, what about okay? Well, hold on. Let, let's even look at this match. Look, let's right, let's go back to Survivor Series. You can even look at the men's team match. You can look at Kevin Owens leaving. You can look at Rollins and Jeff Hardy. You can look at Rollins saying, "I'm going to lead Raw to victory." There were little stories going on throughout the entire match, throughout the entire program. But when we had a program of like Raw and SmackDown where we could have promoted these, we promoted the future storylines sure. after the paper. Sure, and look, I understand, when, I understand there's no stakes. I, I know that's my biggest complaint on Survivor Series, but let's not pretend that VSK, let, let's look at Saban and Austin. There were no stakes here. It was. What were the stakes? if Ace Austin won, he would have proved that he is better than Chris Saban. He oh, could have that's, moved on. that's not so a stake. Chris Saban has proved that he is still there. He is still relevant. He will continue on. So we may have one more match, and then they're going to have an exhibition title match. That's not a, that's not what a stake is, though. It's, it's like, going to be a stake. The, well, is a stake. Look at the Raw stakes, then. I I led Raw to victory. I deserve a title match. My name's Seth Rollins. Oh, I'm... That's what they should be. He already is in a title match. He already got the title opportunity. But so that's, it made no sense. But no, it even makes more sense, according to your logic. If Ace Austin yes. would have won, he would have proved he deserved a title match. Seth Rollins, who yes. already won and proved he deserves a title yes, match. So he's proved he should be a champion. So, yeah, there, but there are storylines going into each match. I know the gimmicky pay-per-view is Raw versus SmackDown, but it had the same amount of storytelling going into these matches as this as this did. Like, I, Saban versus Ace Austin and a t-shirt that says, uh, oh, I beat Chris Saban. Like, okay, sweet. Well, you lost to him tonight. Who? Where does this go from here? What does it matter? Are we this gonna goes have, for the rubber match. I mean, and hey, that's fine, but it, this match was was all right. It was an okay. I, I And honestly, I expected way more from these guys because I like, and it was good. I'm not going to say it wasn't good. It was uh, low-key... The next couple matches, I mean, this match was a good opener as far as, oh, this is the real opener. Maybe it was because I watched it after Grace and Green where I thought, like, that was really good. And then this match happened, and it was kind of a, like, even Saban after the match, it kind of felt like it was in the arena because he was celebrating with the fans, kind of doing, like, a lot of this. Like, yes, yes. So it kind of felt, what are we watching here? What is this? It felt real Bush League. Go on, catch the buzz, feel the stain. A shiny uni. Thank you so much, Aldling Side. I appreciate that, my friend. But I don't know. It, it was a good match. I'm not going to say it's not. Now, now here's where things got a little confusing for me. How come VSK and Rich Swan happened on a pay-per-view? What is this? How come this wasn't on the pre-show? Again, there was story behind this. So we remember, again, they had a BTI match with Sam Beal and Mr. Hawkins, Mr. Myers, the most <laughs> professional wrestler. Yes. Where he best. did the concerto to Sam Beal and basically killed him. Yes. I has to go to the hospital. And Rich Swan that had that promo on Impact where he said, I'm going to be beating the brakes off of you, proving that this is what you shouldn't be doing. You're a coward. You're a piece of garbage. And so then, sadly, Matt Stryker tonight <laughs> had to bring up that Brian Myers tweeted about his injury that he could catch up. And the VSK said something completely different about the injury. And then Mr. Manny Lemons, I'm not Manny Lemons, Ziggy Dice said something completely different about the injury. So it could be anything. We don't know why Brian Myers didn't show up since we have conflicting reports of what it could be. But Brian Myers sadly just could not show up for this match for a storyline reason, so it had to be VSK fighting Rich Swan to take his place because he's part of this learning tree. 
Why not just why not just not have a match then or put this on the pre-show? Why is this the second match on the card is my question. Like this is definitely an impact television match. You just brought up all this storyline. That's fantastic. I agree. Oh, tweets. I love when a storyline is based on tweets and Matt Striker. Those are my two favorite things. So this match happened on a pay-per-view and it was supposed to be Rich Swan versus uh, Brian Myers, which by the way, I'm in. I like that. That sounds awesome. But I had to watch VSK versus Rich Swan. Like I knew Rich, like I thought Rich Swan might lose to the somebody from the Learning Tree, not named uh, Brian Myers. Like it just it, why? Why is this on the pay per view? Because we had to keep this going, so we will eventually. And I watched this. Myers By the way, I watched this match. Swan. I was like, it was a good match. I sat there like, should I fast forward this? And I'm just kind of like, you see, you just couldn't because it was a good match. They could wrestle. VSK is good. So can and Bianca. Was this like no? Yes. This, this was like. I didn't give this a like a bad grade. I just said this was okay. It seemed like it could have been an Impact TV match. It's it, it's not even a main event on Impact. So here we are, yes. second match or yeah, second match on the show. And I felt and look. I'm gonna say this: Rich Swan deserves better. What the hell was this? Even yes. Willie, even Willie Mack at ringside. I thought, why are you here? You should be doing. You should be in the main event tonight. Why are you? Why are you a manager tonight? How come we don't have Rich and Willie against VSK and Zicky? Let's do. Something different. This was just lazy. So, not a big fan of this. Now, next match was pretty good. Morrissey versus yes. Matt Cardona. I was very Such shocked because when they were in the ring together, I kind of thought this is Big Cats versus Zack Ryder. But once you get past that, you know, once you stop, once you start forgetting about WWE World and you watch this match, this was really good. Now, I have a question. Yes. Are these rumors yes. true? Did you talk to Sean Ross Sapp? Is Morrissey's contract up? And he's only re-signing for, like, Roman Reigns money? I have no idea if that's entirely true. I haven't really read up anything about W. Morrissey and his contract. But I thought what was good about this match is before the match, our good friend, the king of the death match, the GCW Universal Champion, the Internet Champion, Matthew Cardona, still wore his Effie attire that he wore when he fought Effie, the, the pink jacket with the spikes on to defend himself from Effie. That was a cool jacket. Yeah, I think even Matt Stryker liked the jacket. Of course, he liked it. So, yeah, it was. I mean, that was a cool jacket, but this match was really good. Uh, Morrissey does look like a monster, and I understand why he would want more money, but this revealed so much to me that his contract is already up because he didn't he join the company in April. So, this reveals. Well, not even almost a year. I mean, that's less than. What is that? That's not even nine months, is it? Like, it just makes me realize. When we lose guys like Johnny Mundo, Austin Aries, Brian Cage, all these guys that kind of come in and have a cup of coffee with Impact, main event, a couple pay-per-views, and leave, this was the, oh, I understand why that happens now. They'll sign a guy to an eight-month contract, and then they'll get their name value up, and then they'll go to AEW. So I was a little – this opened my eyes to a lot of the problems with Impact Wrestling where you hear guys like the Good Brothers sign you know, five-year deals or something. But if you're bringing in a, a, a Morrissey and you're just kind of thinking, oh, he might not make it. He might not work out here. So we'll just sign him to like an eight-month deal. Now here we are at the end of the eight months, and he wants more money now. He's proved, hey, I can stay sober. I look great. You guys are using me correctly. Like This makes sense. This works. And uh, you don't want me to go anywhere else, right? You better pay me some money. But I have a feeling if they like he can easily go to AEW now. I mean, he's really built that name up. Yes, and that's the thing. He's really built himself up to be where he is now. 
which is the most over he's ever been, even when he was like calling casting and sang in front of Aiden English when that was an over bit. Let's hold, let's like a, slow down on the most over he's been. Let's just. Him solo, yes. Thank you so much, Auld Lang Syne. Yeah, him solo. Yeah, I probably. What? Thank you so much, Luxie. You are now a subscriber. Thanks to Auld Lang Syne. Thank you, Auld Lang Syne. Uh, yeah, maybe as a singles, sure, but I'm also, let, let's slow down, because that Enzo and Cass stuff was pretty awesome. Yes, but uh, that wasn't him solo. That's it. Singles-wise, this is the most over he's been. What about him and Debry? That was awesome. Yeah, where he hit a midget too hard, and he got it, it reprimanded. Well, and that also, first of all, they're called little people, Gino. Holy shit. I can't believe you just said that out loud. calls a bitch. No, they don't. They absolutely do not. Only in the 80s. But also, uh, they would have been calling Hornswoggle that forever. Every, they'd, still, they'd, they'd induct him into the Hall of Fame calling him that. But also, Gino, uh, what the hell was I even going to talk about? Your, your, your slurs threw me off entirely. Oh, he was also drunk backstage at a show. Like the, there's a lot of drama behind the scenes of this WWE where he was not in a good place. Plus, wasn't he and Carmella like? Didn't they have a drunken dispute at a hotel in like Europe? Yes, there was some issues apparently that was with their relationship too. They did like a Drew yeah. McIntyre and Taryn Terrell, right? It just had this is where it had to go. Okay, so all right, yes. but I think he's going to leave Impact because he's going to want more money, and I have a feeling Impact is. Very easy to just let these guys go because why would they not re-sign people like Johnny Mundo, Austin Aries, Brian Cage, uh, Sting, um, <laughs> my my uh, Santana and Ortiz, like all these people that leave Impact. It's for some reason they have to leave. So is yes. is Morrissey gone? I think he may be gone. If he is, that's fine. And hopefully, wherever he goes, be it AW most likely, or what I would kind of like, New Japan. He can work there now anyway, though. Impact and New Japan seem to have a pretty yep, good relationship. And hopefully, maybe he can. And then because that good relationship from there, he can then do shows and Impact. But as a New Japan town like Jonah, which we can discuss soon. Whoa, we're not there yet. Massive yes, spoilers. Dude. Is this somebody that is named Jonah? That somebody Dude. Named. You, oh, it's just some random fan named Jonah. He was right. there in New Japan show and he was there what? in Impact. So inspiration versus decay. Here's my note. It was okay. And then my second note was Havoc and Rosemary fit Impact Wrestling way more than the inspiration. Watching this match with a smaller crowd and just the way they work, it felt like they are Impact and it seems like the inspiration are trying to figure out what the hell's going on. It just, it really felt they're so used to that WWE style. I don't know if they're trying to find the hard camera, but this was not very good. What'd you think of this match? I thought it was a fine match again. The story that was being told throughout again impacts weeks to now sure. about the inspiration being scared of decay because they're able to show them just appear and they never really touched inspiration except for the impact four where they just pad their heads because they're gonna take the titles and they spoilers they didn't the <laughs> team is still the inspiration. So they're getting prepared. Hopefully from this match they're learning how to work this impact style, which is different than WWE. Sure. It's, the actual wrestling is more focused and it's not like it's weird like how different an impact wrestling match is than the WWE. Go on, catch the buzz, feel the sting. No, I, one thing that I definitely re like especially with 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 the, the impact lately is 
we talk about people in WWE talk about wrestling for the crowd and they listen to the crowd. Like Adam Cole talked about this on all nine of the podcasts he went on after he left WWE. And it is, you just, Sean told him, listen to the crowd, like slow down, like really, really make the crowd kind of earn it or work with you on it. Let the crowd tell the story just as much as you're telling the story. Impact doesn't have that because they don't have a lot. They, they have a crowd, but they don't have a lot of crowd noise to make you like want to see like you know oh uh, let's wait for them but let's wait for them to build up because then you hear nine people going so and look hey i'm not i know i know it's impact okay i'm probably gonna go to hard to kill i i I was even telling my wife okay we got december winter is coming to garland how do we not go hard to kill is coming to dallas how do we not go wrestlemania is coming to arlington how do we not go there's so much wrestling so I got so I think and that I'm sadly over here where I'm just like I'm gonna see hard times too possible. Hell yeah, Gino in Georgia. You gotta get a job first though, and then you can go to hard yes. times too and get good seats. You can meet Nick Aldis, the dealer, the former champion. You can meet Trevor Murdoch, the current I champion. I mean the big person I want to meet is uh A double. Oh, is he in NWA? Yeah. Oh, I got to watch you see this card. You need to see this card for sure. Check oh, this out, out. like during the show. So you, even though it's like one week away. So we can discuss that next week. This isn't Let's a show. Next it's not a show. It's a discussion. That's what Kevin taught me. It's never called a show. Uh, I'm saying the, the show is the hard times. Oh, you don't even so say it about that. that you don't even say it for that. You don't even bring that up. You say, it's oh, high paper. You just say hard paper. You just keep calling it hard times, too, because we're getting paid by the National Wrestling Alliance to repeatedly say the actual name of it. And we're also supposed to let people know to go to Fight TV to order it. You know, now if you have fight tokens, you're gonna get some more of them. Because when you order Hard Times Two, you get double the fight token reward. Isn't that outstanding? It is outstanding. Oh. And that's what's good about fight tokens and what's great with Fight TV that everyone should be using for their eye papers. And you should be entering the promo code Pizza Hut Coke Felides at checkout to make sure you get these awesome rewards. Now, Gino, my favorite match of the night. Was this botch fest of an X Division triple threat match? This was the this was the most Will Osprey Ricochet match I've seen in a while. Where I think these three guys backstage had a lot of great ideas. I think they had a lot of good stuff that they tried to talk out. Hey, I'm gonna hold you by your waist and swing you this way. You're gonna use your legs, wrap that guy by the head. You're gonna do a Hurricane Rana. I'm gonna do this. I think they talked a lot of this match out. Yes. And then when they got out there. This was the sl- like I can't wait for Botchamania next month. It's gonna be awesome. This match is gonna be the, like it's gonna get its own song. It's so sloppy. Now I'm not blaming any of the wrestlers. I think that this was just too much. We all thought, hey, we have three guys. Let's do Tower of Doom stuff. Let's do all these awesome triple threat things that we can do because two of us are high flyers and one of us is a muscle guy. It was not good. What? Th- let me hear your thoughts. What did you think of this match? I thought this was my second favorite match of the entire really weekend. of the weekend. Because it was so entertaining to me to watch these because guys was, botch everywhere. It it was botching, but I'd say that like you could see what they were trying to do, and you could see like that could have worked, and I think <laughs> it did. But again, there were some issues, whether it be like them try to then plan from that spot to set up for the next one. So they're like kind of preparing their bodies to land. So they're ready for the next one right after, or if it was just like they weren't in the exact moment because they never had for someplace else wow. planning for the next spot. Like I was saying, this was Same one of the worst. I, I love that though. Cause it really does show like I've, you're making me defend WWE. Cause you're like, Oh, they have no stories at all. And then you go over to impact and you're like, Oh, well 
you know, Saban and Austin had a, or had this amazing story that they were telling. And, and then you go to this X Division triple threat match, which is, in my opinion, the worst. Since we're doing The weekend, which I never do. I never look at an impact versus the WWE. This was the worst match of the weekend. This was the... This was worse than Finn Juice and the two other guys. Like, this was just kind of a – this is an X-Division title match. Now, I know that you've been watching Impact since Green Ropes, but I thought this was – like I came back to Impact Wrestling because the X-Division championship was the most important title on this brand. It was TJP, Josh Alexander. I, I mean, I could say it over and over again, Ace Austin, Chris Bay. I have this whole new love of wrestling because of that X division. It brought me back to watching more than just WWE and and, uh, and AEW. It, it reminded me I used to love Impact, and all this history is still here in this company. I want to watch it. I should be supporting it, and I should check out other wrestling. Like it just it, it really plugs you into the indies a lot more than AEW and WWE do. So. Yeah. I have all this respect for this championship. So to watch this match of botch and botch and botch, and then the ending was botched where no, it wasn't. That was actually how it was supposed to be. No. Kicked out still. The referee didn't hit the three. That's the botch. Brian Hebner was supposed to go one, two, three. Laredo's shoulders down. Macklin's shoulders up. He did hit the three on Laredo's. He Schultz. did. He, he did. stopped counting it too. I watched it. Even Mets, we gotta watch it back. Even Matt Stryker. Even Matt Stryker was like, uh, I don't know. Uh, like, Matt- and I saw the spot wasn't botching it. If anything, it was Brian Hebner. No, yeah, Brian it was Hebner. Brian Hebner, but that's still part of the match. Like again, again, nothing Ref was out of position. Fuck Brian Hebner. I'm not giving any any of the wrestlers' fault on this weird botch. Hey, we planned way too much stuff. Like I, I knew what he was doing. They knew what they were trying to do. They knew the story yeah, they sure. were trying to tell. Macklin wasn't going to get pinned. Yeah, Mac- again, Trey's whole big thing is I'm going to pin you because you say I didn't pin you, and he still did. Yeah, I, look, Macklin is still unpinned. I, I agree with all that stuff. 100, I agree. No, re- no wrestler, no referees at fault. Everyone is trying to do certain things, and they planned all this stuff out. It remind you know when we watch our good friend Marky D one two three Ring of the Hawk. And we talk about like the Jeff Jarrett overbooking. You know, this felt overbooked. It was, well, we can't have Macklin lose, so we'll do this cool finish. That'll look cool. Brian Hebner saw a shoulder go up and stopped counting. Hey, we have these two high flyers. Let's do a lot of spinny stuff. And it just didn't work. So, uh, it, it was a really bad match. Now, I know you like it because as an indie <laughs> fan, as a fan of independent wrestling, and you like to watch. Oh, hey, at least they were trying. It's not WWE, so it's more. And I also, I honestly love bad matches too sometimes. Sure. And hey, look. I enjoy bad wrestling. I, I'm glad you're admitting it. And I think we've all called you out on it before anyway. But def- it's definitely, definitely looking at uh, like this, this match in particular, like this in particular, I thought this was so overproduced, overbooked, and not executed well. And I'm just sitting there watching it. <clears throat> and at the end, Trey Miguel's holding the X Division Championship. And I just thought, man, that belt used to be so cool a year ago. And it still is cool. Trey Miguel is the right winner. We know this. Sure. And we and look, I called Trey Miguel to get the victory anyway, but also it just yeah, I was I was very disappointed that out of all the matches, like this was the X Division one. I don't really like Steve Macklin, but a lot of people like Steve Macklin, so hey, I'm on board. Let's give it a shot. I will watch this Steve Macklin. We'll see how it goes. And it, it, it this was absolutely terrible. So 
Uh, we'll see where it goes. I'm not against seeing where it goes. You know, I, I'm going to watch it back. do a triple threat. That might be the big issue. It's like, this is going to be the last time they do a triple Poor threat. Poor kids are just as bright be... and just as talented as white kids. Thank you, TWFS so... says, what did Tony D'Angelo do tonight? Yeah, Gino, you're the expert on all things Tony D'Angelo. Was he involved in the – was he in the war games now? That would be exciting. Yes, he is a part of the San NXT 2.0 group fighting against NXT 1.0. Wait, what's up with what's up with Von Wagner then? Is Von Wagner gonna break up with Kyle? Von Wagner and Kay, uh, Kyle O'Reilly are teaming up right now to face Legado del Fantasma next week to determine who's going to face Imperium for the tag titles at work. Oh, that sounds terrible. So I guess Kyle O'Reilly's contract is coming up soon. He's leaving, right? Isn't it in January? I hope it's in January. I hope he leaves because Malachi Black says Velides where the fuck is our companion poll for what what is the companion poll we're gonna do a poll for something when we have Thanksgiving Nathan we're here in America we have Thanksgiving Nathan Americans are spending time with their family even Gino told me he's got big plans with his family so we're 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 indisposed at the moment but yeah you can get a poll we'll throw a poll up or something for for next week we could do a thing on next Thursday that'd be fun I would love to see that but Gino, yeah. I got to be honest, this knockouts match was okay. It was Mercedes Martinez and Mickey James, and I was excited to see uh, like what was going to happen with, you know, oh, well, because even you said you were not happy that like Mickey's going to be the, the champion and not Mercedes Martinez. Diana. Yeah, you thought it was going to be Deanna Mercedes. I have a feeling, like, I don't know. I This match showed me. Why Mercedes Martinez did not work out in WWE. Like, Whoa, uh, catch the buzz, feel the sting. Oh, we got a chicken winner and a hand in hand from Nathan and all blank sign. I'm putting Whoa, my hand catch in the it. buzz, feel the sting. Yes! Yes! Thank you guys so much. I appreciate it. Thank you for the Alexa bombs. What'd you think, Gina? Did you like this match? I did like this match again. I am a big fan of Mercedes Martinez. I've watched her for quite some time, just like Mickey. I've watched both of them wrestle, seen some amazing matches from both of them that I can respect. Again, I do prefer Mercedes, and I felt, even after this match, which I thought was a fine match, I do still think Mercedes and Deanna would have been a better match. Uh, so here's my, my biggest critique for Mercedes, and watch this match over and just let me know if it stands out to you like it did to me. Mercedes Martinez is the slowest person to pin somebody, and I think that, I know that's a little thing, but there would be times where Mickey James would be down, and you're wondering what Mercedes is going to do next. Like, you know how a wrestler will stand Whoa, up. Catch the buzz, feel the sting. A cash bang from the Macho Punk. Thank you, Macho Punk. I much appreciate that, my good sir. I appreciate all cash bangs, Gino. And you know who needed a cash bang was Mercedes, because she looked like every time Mickey's shoulders were on the mat, she looked like she she like got down to her knees, hooks the leg kind of slowly. It just didn't feel like there was any urgency whatsoever to win this match on her part. And I think that's a big WWE thing. Like, hey, you need to act like you want to win because if you don't want to win, we'll bring somebody in here who does. So is that something that only I would notice or did you notice that she might have been moving a little slow? Again, for pins, I noticed sometimes where it was slow, but I could still understand what she was doing is because if you do it quick, again, the opponent knows you're covering them. So they're able to be aware. So if you're slow, you're kind of methodical about you take your time. They might not notice until they hear the three count begin. So then they can quickly get up. So and you're if saying you if you're slow, you're kind of sneaky, it's slow about it. They won't notice. If you're slow and you give them more time to recover. <laughs> not time to recover. You do it because again, you might be trying to go for a hold or another move. And they don't expect it. 
Right, exactly. Because so this they is... could go for the pin, which they wouldn't expect, where they have to waste more of their energy. Because that's the other big thing that people talk about with kickouts. You're using a lot of your energy to kick out more mm-hmm. than they are to cover. Exactly. So that's why you should cover immediately so they use all their energy. And then after 10 minutes of doing that, they'd be exhausted. Because, you know, this was one of the weirdest slow pin matches I'd ever watched. I'd never seen a slow pin match before. Okay, let's try this on our screens. Look at us, Gino. We're friends. So I Good, think this was definitely uh, a slow to pin match. And then Mercedes did something that I kind of thought you as a hardcore wrestling fan would go, that was disrespectful. She did a spider German suplex and let Mickey go and dumped her right on her head. And I thought, oh, nice. my gosh. Like, yes, that was a great spot. A great spot. Like, I look, Yes, Mickey could land on her head. She could do what she knows how to take it. Take a head bump? Great. What is it's this? Not have it. John Cena's done it multiple times, too. To whom? Brock. Brock German to John Cena right on his head. Again, so the spiders are easy to take because you're carrying them the entire Oh, it's way easy through. to take. Hold on, everybody. Let's <laughs> let's listen to Gino. Yeah, someone get me up the top rope and you can see that it's going to be easy to take because, again, you're being guided the entire way down. No, she because wasn't, again, though. You need to rewatch it. The she let her go and it looked really bad. And if, if Vince it, Mc... didn't look, it looked great. If Vince McMahon was back there, he would have fired her. I, I, I couldn't believe it. I thought... I thought the internet would be, you know, you remember when Ric Flair did that thing on the airplane and everybody was like, oh, we got to kill him. I thought people were going to do that with Mercedes because that was not okay. I was very upset after watching that. So it's interesting that you're like, it's an easy bump to take. Mercedes is a pro. It's like, no, there's a reason why she's always been a pro on the indies and never always a bridesmaid. And on the mainstream. When? What mainstream? NXT. She wasn't successful there. She was there for a while, though. But yeah, but not successful. That's what I'm longer saying. Longer than most people who give released by Davey. No, she was not there longer than most people. Drake Maverick was there forever. I was like, are we getting rid of this fucking guy? So yeah, this was. But and, and not only Malachi that. Malachi Black says Gino cheese crusties. Yeah, cr- what's a cheese crusty? Gino, walk me through it. I would assume he means like is he talking about pizza? Like, is that a thing? Do they have cheese crusties? Because if you if they have cheese the- crusties, you can use the promo code. Fleety, and you get so much money back. You, you, have you downloaded Get Upside, Gino? I know you don't have a car, you don't drive, but Get Upside's this amazing app where you get rebates on your gasoline. It's fantastic, especially when our president decides to shut down the Keystone Pipeline. Uh, in, Come on, uh, catch the buzz, feel the sting. Thank you so much. He lays out. He tries to put in vaccine mandates, so all the dock workers quit their jobs because they don't want to get vaccinated. And now the now the prices of everything is going up and up and up and up. And he's blaming the the unvaccinated for it. And he's blaming Trump. And all of that's going on, Gino. You know what really warms my heart is get upside. Go to get upside. Use the promo code Valides, and you're going to get a rebate whenever you fill up at the pump. Right, Gino? Yes, I believe so. Again, I don't know the app myself, but I believe you're telling the truth to the people. I made one of these lying advertisements. I made six bucks last week. All right. It was awesome. All right. I can't wait. So, okay, Gino. Let's uh, the, so and then I, it, but it just made me realize why Mercedes didn't work out. I liked the match; thought it was good. It was just okay. And when Deanna came out at the end, it really seemed like, oh, the professionals are back. Now, do you think Mercedes is long term impact, or do you think it was just like a three month contract? It might have been just the short term. I would like it to be long term because I would love to see Mercedes more. Sure. I am a big fan of hers. I know you're not as much because you didn't really care to follow her for that long i watched her in nxt from nxt yeah Yeah, nxt is fine which is good time period please see some of her matches but yeah that's the thing 
but like she's been working for a while and I would love for her to be with Impact more. But if she's not Poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids. Thank you, Macho Punk. Hopefully we see her somewhere soon, whether it be Impact or AEW. Because AEW really needs more women. They got a lot now. I'm kind of starting to realize. They do, but they need to fix the situation with booking the women. Once they get rid of Nyla and Jade Cargill, I mean, that women's division is going to be stacked. So, okay. Now, Jonah debuts. He beats up our hero, Josh Alexander. Um, Kind of an an awesome way to debut him. They're trying to make him a monster. Uh, He looks like a big teddy bear, though. Why why do I got to hate this guy? He kind of looks like you, except more hair. What's this about? Listen, Jonah Rock is really cool. Just Jonah. Know. Hey, Jonah. I know his name is just Did Jonah you see the now. video it's wall? Not, I know it's not Jonah Rock anymore. It's just Jonah because he's a monster who just has one name now. Yes, thank you. Titan. Not two names. Yes, I wanted Titan to beat up Josh Alexander. But no, we got Jonah, which is good. And that whole promo Josh said was amazing. And he he's come, trying to get back to the weapon that you want. Yes. Because yeah, he was saying like how, yes, I did this for my family and then Moose stole it from me. So he's going to go at him at full force. But Jonah just beats the hell out of him, makes him bleed internally. So like Jonah oh. got a big moment and a big push. And very soon, like this next uh, New Japan Strong show, Jonah actually has a match against uh, David Flair. David Flair? What? Yeah. He gets to beat up David Flair because his David Flair's dad told Jonah to be serious and beat people up. So it's on his dad. This white Joe is going to beat the hell out of David Flair. David Flair's dad? What do you mean? Rick? Rick Flair? Not Flair, not David Flair. But David uh, Finley. Finley. Holy shit. Can Finley. You, mixed up too. David. You got all of us watching New Japan for a night. We were like, David Flair's going to wrestle again? We got to oh, check David this out. Finley, who's a better wrestler than David Flair. Yes, I would agree with that. Although David Flair and Crowbar and Daphne, pretty fun times in in my life. So, okay, either way. No one likes Crowbar in 2021. We all love Crowbar. What do you mean? Who doesn't like Crowbar? Dude, what did you when do? I tried to show uh, Mr. Uh, Kevin Scapoli a match that Crowbar had in 2021 in uh, AEW Dark. He didn't like it at all. Was he, he live? Like Crowbar and Big Blue Meanie was there. Was he doing a live podcast and you thought it would be great to watch a match? Yes, to show him this dark match. Oh, okay. AEW dark match with crowbar. So yeah, we, we right in the middle of a live stream, we were like, "Hey, let's stop yes. everything and watch a crowbar match." Crowbar in twenty twenty one. Gotcha. Okay, I understand. It doesn't matter what year. I'm just I want to make it clear. In the middle of a broadcast, podcast, live stream, whatever we do, you wanted us to catch the buzz, feel the sting. Oh, a hot dog from our link sign. Thank you so much for the hot dog. I love a good hot dog, Gino. So, okay, yeah, yeah, we can watch David Flair after this. So, um, David Flair rules. I don't know why you're against him versus Jonah at, uh, what's it called, Malice in the Valley or whatever? What's it called? But that already happened, Battle of the Valley. That's why we had the whole face-up with Moose and Jonah already. Moose. Okay, either way. Perfect title defense for Moose. Main event was fantastic. This I watched this, like, right before we had to go live. Outstanding match. Really a good match for Eddie, too, because I didn't think Eddie was going to win anyway. Eddie's the perfect... He's like AJ Styles. Remember when AJ Styles fought Bobby Roode? Like that was Bobby Roode's first title defense. It was just, we got to get Bobby Roode some, some victory. What if I, does that look like a lick? We got to get Bobby Roode some victories here. So, yeah, I, I definitely agree with you uh, that this was a good match. Uh, I never thought Eddie would, Eddie would win at any point, though. Yeah, I did not believe Eddie could win the match at any point. It was a great match still, I felt. I think the match of the night 
being that full metal man. Keep talking. Yes. I, I can see what you're doing. It's very nice of you. Blacklist check test dono. Thank you so much, Quigley Johnston. I appreciate that. Prove to me honor is real, bro. So, Gino, uh, before we go tonight, yeah, so ultimately, this pay-per-view was not as good as Survivor Series, just as far as my overall enjoyment. I think there were some... Look, I, I enjoy Jonah's debut. I enjoyed Moose. The Good Brothers, I just skipped over because what a, what a snoozer. Remember when they were like the hottest free agent tag team and they did not bring it. Do they not care they, anymore? They still are the great tag Come on, team. catch the, the buzz, issue. feel the sting. A pizza, a pizza. Again, my issue, I think it is, is that they had Chris Bay. Come on, catch the buzz, feel talent. the sting. Another pizza. Thank you so much, All Blank Sign. We are and really rocking. Really good. And again, him teaming with Hikaleo. And I think the issue there is that Hikaleo is used to New Japan with the new japan style of matches it's like he's like kind of being guided to like how you can do this and how you should do this here in impact and sure. a chris base kind of guiding him for, to work attack Come on, match catch the him. buzz feel the sting oh, and a hot so dog I, from kev be cool so i do think that's the bigger issue so and poor again, kids are just as bright and just it's as not a fault of the good kids. brothers Oh, that was a hydrate spell. I drank that water quick, and it fell down my chin, Gino. It's not the fault of anybody. It just was a bad match. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not calling out any particular of those dudes. I just think watching that tag match was painful. It was just boring. It, like we talk about Usos and RK Bro having this fun, energetic tag team match. This match just felt like, yeah, almost like an NJPW strong match where it was kind of a, the crowd was sitting on their hands. And there was nothing exciting about it. Even like the Gallo super kick spot. Like they, they do whatever. Come on, catch the buzz, feel the sting. Another cash bang from the Macho Punk. Outstanding. Thank you so much, Macho Punk. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you, All Blank Sign. And thank you, Gino. Uh, but this was definitely, yeah, like looking at it compared to Survivor Series, Survivor Series at least felt like every match was like, I know that not every match was great, but it just felt like the theme of that pay-per-view, it all worked. Where VSK versus uh, Hawkins, this tag match uh, between um, the what's their names, the Bullet Club, it just didn't really feel. Uh, even the inspiration kind of put up a dud. Like I left that match thinking Rosemary was pretty good. You know, like it made me. It was just not that great of a night altogether. It was still still a good show. Like I, I'm glad I watched it all. Um, Kind of wish I fast forwarded through some of it, but I didn't. Macho Punk says, "Love you, bleed dog." I love you, Macho Punk. I watched Turning Point. I did it, and uh, that's a good show. And Steve Macklin really shat the bed. Well, hey, and, and if you love watching bad wrestling, like you said, like yeah, then this was great. Like it was awesome to watch Trey Miguel and Laredo Kid botch around the ring with Macklin, and then it kind of I don't know, it was terrible. So um, either way, you're saying you forgot though, since we're talking about uh, we don't want to go too far ahead of ourselves sure they did make an announcement at the paper at well, the impact plus event for hard to kill you had remember to, the big announcement you had to pay to view it yes was that on yes. was that on the pay-per-view yeah it was yeah, it was on the paper they had scott demore backstage talking about history that impact likes to make history have these big moments that we're gonna do something big for hard to kill which is gonna be the first ever knockouts ultimate x match Yes, I can't wait. I'm exciting. I'm excited. I'm excited. I think it's going to be fun. I don't know who's in it yet. Hopefully, we keep the inspiration far away. 
Uh, hopefully Emma comes back. What is happening? Where's Tennille Dashwood? Where's Madison Rain? They better be in it. Again, they, we're going to have to figure out who's going to be like the people because they're going to need to do a spot like a Kazarian spot that they do where they just jump on from like the, what would it be, like a truss that they do from the top of that onto the ropes? Was that Kazarian or are you talking about when Daniels did the jump? Splitmaster Sexy There's says that. the girls can't even hold themselves they up. They do have weaker upper body strength, Gino. What's going to be their solution? How's, how's... We don't know. They might do what they do at some house shows that he did where they had like the Hardys or somebody get a ladder and they went oh, like God, climbing that a was ladder. Dog <laughs> shit. Jeff Hardy did that on a pay-per-view. They had an exhibition Yes, he match. did. They had an ultimate expert. He just grabbed the ladder and won. Which uh, part of the exhibition used to be that, or at least that match was ladders were not allowed. Like that was yes. part of it, but whatever. So but no, they used the ladder, but that was some of the Kazarian spot where he does that uh, leg drop on to, I think it was uh, Sean Defari. Oh, so yes. Okay, the move. Yes, that'll yes. be cool. We'll see what moves are if done. Off. Do some type of move with the woman. Yeah, that'll be Knockouts. fun. We can do some sort of crossbody. I'm okay with that. So, yes. well, Chelsea Green. seeing it live, which is going to be great. She could be in there. Who knows? Anyone could be out there. I will be there. Well, it might even be better to watch it on pay-per-view so I can hear Matt Striker talk about how this is <laughs> yes, the greatest. Yes, you're going to be missing Matt Striker. This is the greatest come. match. You know, Greg the, the Hammer Valentine. Yeah, all you know, the Barclays History. Premier League has been around for a century, and those athletes are now at the top of their game, just like the knockouts. Like, okay, we got it. Yes, but again, he's going to be talking all about history and these history-making moments that Impact has done, and that this being a first time ever that Impact has done. Speaking of history, Gino, Matt Taven described the final ROH tapings like they were his own funeral. Now, Matt Taven is our favorite wrestler, okay? He is easily, hands down, the greatest in-ring tactician that the world has ever seen. He's the a mat soul of our He's a master of storytelling. Him and Vincent. Oh, the match they had at the police academy. What a banger. If you haven't watched it, go to uh Honor Club and use promo code Pizza Hut and you will get a discount. Such a great event. The nineteenth anniversary show. How bad was that show, Gino? Did you watch it? It wasn't there was again, there were good matches. Like EC three and Jay Briscoe was a good match. Was it? Yes. All right, we're going to have to watch it because it was terrible. Yes. I'm going to get Honor Club for this uh, final battle. Maybe we'll just show everybody the pay-per-view. Hey, guys, check it out. So the final battle. Ring of Honor's upcoming hiatus. The promotion is releasing all the talent from their contracts. Matt Taven relayed a story on the ROH Strong podcast, which, Gino, how come I never get any clips from that? I didn't even, I've not really thought about looking into the ROH Strong podcast. I never even heard of it. I, I never heard of this ROH Strong podcast. It reminds me of NJPW Strong. Taven relayed a story from when OG was called OGK was at the last set of ROH tapings. The locker room was. I know what it is. Okay, yes, making sure the people maybe they don't know that that's him and Mike Bennett's group. Gino, people that are still. Malachi Black says Velvet Sky and Bully Ray broke up. Gino wants SS her salad and eat her poon tang pie. Would you do both of those things, Gino, to Velvet Sky? Probably not. Really? They're separated again. I'm not entirely sure about fully breaking up. They're still cool. So again, if I were to do it, he might want to beat me up. Even if he did, would you still do it? No. I uh, can't kill you. You're fine. Fully break would do everything close to kill. Nah, you can get away with it. I'm just very sad they broke up. It's probably because of this Ring of Honor nonsense. They were all pot committed to Ring of Honor. So and yes, I would also like to point out that you did not let the people know who Matt Taven was. But as soon as I said OGK, you were like, "Oh, the thing with Mike Bennett." They don't know what that is. No, we all know Mike Bennett. We don't know Matt Taven. Everyone knows Mike Bennett. We love the prodigy Mike Bennett. Okay, we're all big fans. We love the miracle. We all watch Green Rope TNA. 
So this, uh, the locker room was really upset until the women's division lifted their spirits. I kept describing to people what the last tapings were like. And I was like, man, I never knew what it would be like at my own funeral. But I think I experienced the closest thing to that. So, yes, this is really, I mean, it is sad. you got to think about it. This is the last time all of these guys who have been doing these television shows for years. Because how long has Matt Taven been with Ring of Honor? I, again, I could check cage match to be specific. Oh, thank goodness you have cage match. I'm very happy that we have cage match at our fingertips in any moment. So, yes, I don't know how long Matt Taven's been there, but it's definitely been more than five years, right? I would assume so. You would assume so. Okay, good. So, real big Ring of Honor fan, me and Gino over here. We know how long everyone's been there. Uh, but uh, and he even he adds to it. He says, I remember walking into the lobby after I flew in. I was very positive after getting the news, and I was just kind of upbeat. And I came in. There were all these sad faces in the lobby. So, immediately, I just go to the dumbest thing that I can think of. I'm like, what's up, sad boys? I thought it would get a big laugh, but not at all. All these guys were uncertain about their future and stiff. But the next day, the women's division uplifted the entire locker room because they were so positive and they were just so happy. And that's actually a really good point because the women's division wasn't a thing. I mean, this was the kind of the first year they brought back their women of honor. They did the tournament over the summer. And this was supposed to be a huge saver for the comp- company. And, of course, it kind of didn't work out that way. But the girls appreciated everything that the company had tried to do for them. Uh, and I wish I knew that uh, what went down because the next day it was like night and day from when people landed in the airport. And it really all came from that women's division from picking up the locker room. So uh, Ring of Honor is getting ready for final battle. Gino, Matt Taven, and Mike Bennett, the two, the, the greatest tag team in Ring of Honor history, is going to be taking on the second greatest tag team in Ring of Honor history, the Briscoes. This card's not looking too bad other than the main event. So I'm I'm looking forward to it. I'm going to have Honor Club, I believe, for this month. Uh, I think it's going to be worth it to at least watch this one show because, what is it, 10 bucks? I believe so, and it should be absolutely worth it. And I did double-check. He's been in Orange since 2009. Oh, see, that's way more than five years. That's 12. Yes. Good, good for him. Yeah, I mean, look, he. there are guys that I look at him, Dalton Castle. Uh, these guys are Ring of Honor, born and bred. That's just where they're going to be. So I don't know where they're going to go. I really don't. Which – Speaking of Dalton, did you hear read the results of recently about Dalton that he's a champion again? Where? What happened? How did he do it? What he's a TV it, champion? Are we? Oh, I did. Yeah, I saw that there was like yes. some. I just saw the headline. I didn't actually open it or read it. Um, I didn't Dalton's watch champion. Ring. I didn't watch Ring of Honor last night, so I don't know. But uh, so far, we got what five matches announced. Uh, one of them includes Allison K, who I like. Come on, catch the buzz, feel the sting. Whoa, a top one with one. We the ones. Thank you, Auld Lang Sign. The top one. Look at my finger, Gino. Look at that. Look at that finger. That's the one. Put your ones up. Oni Lorcan, where's Biff Busick at, Gino? He's been streaming, playing casino games. Hell yeah. I love the casino. That's awesome. Good for him. Blackjack and poker. Sounds productive. Uh, Ring of Honor, World Tag Team Titles, Briscoe's OGK. That'll be a great match. Literally, I'm saying that honestly. That will be good. Uh, ROH Pure Title, Brian Johnson versus Josh Woods. Those sound like two people that I work with. Are these wrestlers? They are wrestlers. All right. Are they good? One of them is the pure champion. Yes, the pure champion is really good, Josh. Josh Woods is awesome, I bet. I've never watched him. 
Uh, Six-man tag championships. Shane Taylor. Oh, wait, what is this? Poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white Thank kids. you so much, All Blank Sign. A King's Trove. That's awesome. That's fun. A King's Trove. Poor kids are just as bright oh, yeah. and just as talented as white kids. An on-fire spell. Another on-fire spell. It's just coming at me. It's so coming at me. Just on fire. So he's enjoying our witch this much. You know what? Going forward, we're only talking Ring of Honor. We are the Ring of Honor podcast. We are ROH Strong 2. We'll be called ROH Stronger. And that's all we talk about. So the the six man why does it say six man world tag team champion Shane Taylor versus Kenny King? Is that a one on one match? I don't know if it's one on one. Oh, it's not for the belt. Okay. It's not for the belt. It says Yeah, it just says that Shane Taylor is a six man tag champion. He's in a one on one match against Kenny King. And then the main event is Bandito versus Jonathan Gresham, which is I mean, I don't mean to be this guy, Gino. I know why this company's dead. Like that's that's definitely it. This match nope. would this would be the main event of two oh five live, maybe. Nope. What do you mean no? Nope? I think Gresham's really good. And again, I'm really interested in this new promotion he's gonna be a part of. I'm curious. He's got his own company now, right? Yes. All that's right. coming up soon, which I'm curious how that's gonna go. We'll see. I mean, hey, I'm look. Because it might be like Bloodsport or it could be different again. What he described seemed like Bloodsport. It could be just pure rules. It could just, he could just take that concept, all these matches that he had where the rules were a little different. They can easily make a whole promotion out of that because even watching Ring of Honor when they would bring out the pure rules matches, at least it was something different. Like You would wonder why Ring of Honor was – when you compare Ring of Honor apples to apples with Impact, you know, WWE, AEW, no offense, you know, it's clearly worse. And, like, you don't watch it, so, yeah, it's clearly worse. And – when they had the pure rules matches, at least it was something different. If you did a whole card of that, like my favorite episodes of NXT UK are Heritage Cup rules matches because those are different. It's just like, oh, this yeah. is I did not expect this because otherwise, like if I watch Jonathan Gresham and what's the tall guy that he's six five but wrestles like he's a cruiserweight. Um, six five wrestles cruiserweight. That's it. ROH. Yeah, uh, that's, I can't remember his name. He had a generic. I don't remember his name either. Like Roosh is six foot he kind of wrestles like a no, not, not Roosh is a cruiserweight. Yes, I'm talking actual. Like I forget the guy's name, but either way, that guy in, in Gresham, I would not want to watch that match ever. But the fact that it was this unique pure rules thing, I checked it out. And I actually really enjoyed it. So, uh, I think that's that's okay. I think that they should do an entire promotion of that. At least, at least for Ring of Honor, what's going to be your niche? You guys need to have some sort of niche because you're just right now they're the fifth best, re- sixth best wrestling company in the United States, right? I believe so. Yeah, or sixth most successful. I don't know how you can determine like. Yeah, and there's not really an easy way to determine because again, it's still Sinclair Broadcasting. So like that's a bigger name to an extent compared to Access. But not, but Access but, is but they're owned by Anthem. Anthem is just as big as Sinclair. I would yes. argue. So it's not necessarily network to network, but I would say Sinclair and Anthem are very similar. But you look at impact as far as fan base, as far as ratings, and as far as impact, you know, impact Ultimate Insiders. Uh, even Ring of Honor, Honor Club is 10 bucks, and I have no interest. I had it for two months, and it did, the app never worked. I was very annoyed by the app. Um, I, and I know everyone talks about Peacock being terrible. The the Ring of Honor crowd, as small as we are, we are very upset about how shitty the app is on Roku. It was very very bad. So you you look at that, you look at uh, you look at them versus Impact. Like Impact Plus app was awesome. It was very well done. This whole YouTube thing they're doing is very well done. So, it, but I would say WWE, AEW. Then I would go to Impact, and then I would probably go to. I mean, you got NWA. 
You, I, you GCW's not they're no slouch either. I mean they're they're exclusively like fight TV reviews. Yeah, they only do IPPVs and which is going to be what pretty much ROH might do in like after they come back in April. It's just going to be hey, we're going to have a show. It's going to be one of the days that also GCW's going to have a show. Yeah. Cuz that's what they do with like Beyond Wrestling and uh the other promotion. Uh, is hybrid. It, Beyond is not GCW? I always get that mixed up. What? No, they're completely different promotions. GCW is its own thing, but there's other promotions that do shows with GCW on like the Fridays or Thursdays mm. before like a two-night GCW. Mm. Okay, and that makes sense. Like, why not? But yeah, it's uh, like I just look at Ring of Honor. They had all this momentum. They were the number three company for over 10 years, and they let Cody Rhodes, they let the Young Bucks, they let all this talent, all these headliners, they let them all make their own company for some reason. And they supported this one pay-per-view that turned out to be a huge success and then now became their downfall. Why wasn't it just yeah. Why wasn't it just called Ring of Honor All Out? Like, why not do that? Why did they not do that? You even look at the Jericho Cruise. Wasn't that Ring of Honor, technically, the first one? Yes, but it was Jericho's Cruise where he just had these Ring of Honor guys because, again, slowly taking all these talents away. And ruining our way. And if you were Ring of Honor, why are you not just saying, hey, let's stop, like, just sucking everything away from us? Like, it should be Ring of Honor Dynamite on Wednesdays, but for some reason, Ring of Honor just, like, they want, did they want to stay small? Like, I don't, I don't know what the strategy was or the plan was. They wanted to probably stay, again, pure and, like, real wrestling and try to focus on, like, a sports presentation then aw says they're gonna do that they have the records that they don't even follow oh yeah the record was stupid like hangman page was on the colton god is the most winningest person right now because he's never lost he's not yeah the better brother austin's lost mm-hmm. but colton gun is the real best rest and yeah the, the the records don't mean shit he's just he's oh yeah i have a great record undefeated in every match type i have a great yeah, record Woo! i got a great record no That's losses awesome. Only wins. But again, very excited for this. Uh, yes. Very excited for this Ring of Honor show. Another note from uh, just from our good friends over at uh, Wrestling Inc. Jeff Hardy's contract is, uh, or he teases that a Hardy Boys reunion wants his contract expires. Yes. So we have not One seen. One way or another. Yeah, it's going to happen eventually, right? Like He's going to madden Jeff or guy come together. He says that that's still what he wants as well. Or at least he's wanting. And he knows, like, eventually their paths are going to coincide one way or another in this world of wrestling that we're in. Yeah, and even this this current run in WWE for Jeff, I feel like we all want more. You know, it does feel even the stuff with Shane. And he wants more. Sure, he wants more. Like, he wants remember, remember they had one episode of him in the twenty four seven division, and the internet revolted. Yep. Like hundreds of eighty wrestlers have been fired this year, and we were not as mad as when Jeff Hardy was in a twenty four seven championship segment. Like it was that was the one thing that we were. And people were more happy that Jeff Hardy be carrying cross in two minutes by feet on the ropes that was awesome yeah i was i was okay with yes. that Car- the carrying cross very young talent is he young he's like 33 that's not younger that young. than jeff but jeff still got a lot of gas in that tank and we're selling shirts here gino i think jeff could still move some tees i don't think carrying can move the tees but also i killer cross can i like that i was gonna say i like that killer cross is already back promoting stuff and ready to get back yes. out there i think he's better as a big guy on the indies because like i yes. said when i saw him in a wwe ring he looked kind of small. I, I like he's perceived big. He looks big at like 
caught somehow standing next to Scarlet. You're like, this guy's. Tyla Speeda says Jeff is going to snap one of these days. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with some sort of crazy masked, goofy Jeff Hardy, the fiend Jeff or Hardy. Just the goofy itch weed guy where he's just crazy and he's just has his weed whacker. What's the itch? Just... Itch weed is from the Broken Universe, right? Broken slash uh, Hardy Show. The Hardy Show. Okay. Yeah. Yes. It's Hardy Show character. He had the whole like hat that has the ears things and he has the weed whacker. Is that when he was the most on drugs? It might have been. Yeah. So I don't know if he wants to. Fun character. He could break. Oh, so drugs break. Drugs are a good time, Gino. I I, I agree with you. It's like, why? Why take yourself seriously? Just do a bunch of drugs and get out there and work. And then be J- uh, Vince Russo, the Antichrist professional wrestler, like he was when he was in Immortal. Yeah, see, just live your best yes. life, Jeff. Why are you wasting time? Yeah, see, he's having all his fun now that he's old and he's just able to help all this young talent and not be a dickhead like he was at TNA. Was he a dickhead, though? I mean, it was just that selfish move. I hear he yeah, was. Selfish move. Yeah, it wasn't like a dick. He wasn't a dickhead. He wasn't known as being one of the worst people to work Unless with. Unless we find out that, because I, I don't know if he said it, was that chair shot an accident? Or was it on purpose? Which one? The Ken uh, Kennedy. Which one? The one that made him have to have all those stitches in the back of his head, the chair shot to his back, that then became a gimmick that Jeff would do. But the first one that he did to Ken, Ken, Mr. Anderson. Is this in, this that, is TNA? This is TNA we're talking? TNA, when he was the this antichrist is, fresh wrestling. This is 2010 And TNA, he started okay. using this chair shot gimmick where he would smack people in the back of the head because he did that to Ken Anderson and that stopped ken's push for a minute all right i mean if he kept doing it i don't know i mean it just i don't at first he did i was like he's this purposeful yeah are they gonna that he fucked him up with a chair that might have been gimmick but again there was the whole says it's weed is goat that was that itch weed is goaded he's saying it's good people love itch weed all right all right i mean i'm i'm down for itch weed i like a weed whacker gimmick i think weed whacker would be a great wrestling weapon because it it can't kill you, but it definitely would hurt to get hurt to get attacked by a yes. weed whacker. That'd be a yes, great. He character. also had this great spot during a uh, total nonstop deletion where he put I forget I think it was Spud in a sleeper hold and he fell asleep. Oh, Jeff fell asleep. Yeah, uh, Itchweed fell asleep. Oh, Itchweed's yeah. with three E's. That's the Itchweed with three E's. Nice. That sounds terrible. Yes. I can't wait for but it to be on. Weed. It's can't weed. wait to be. I can't wait for that to be on Fox. You know that's gonna be great. <laughs> It's going to be great. It's going to be what Fox has wanted is Jeff Hardy as a completely different character. Not a different character. Itchweed. That's what An you're old saying. character Itchweed. So Nathan but brought it, it up. Nathan brought it up. I have not watched uh, NXT, though. So I don't I don't think I've watched NXT for like two weeks. Um, there's a men's war games match, a women's war games match. Why is Joe Gacy getting a cruiserweight title match? Is he less than 205? Well, here's the thing. We have now discussed, because here's what happened. Joe Gacy had, was originally going to have a match with LA Knight tonight. Nice. That and sounds awesome. Had a, again, they originally was going to be this, but Grace and Waller beat up LA Knights. So they were just fighting backstage, just fighting throughout the entire backstage area. So they could not have the match. So Joe Gacy is just talking. He's trying to talk about how, again, he's going to be about inclusivity and how, again, how he wants to help better people. And one of the big lines, yeah, because eventually Makabimitz. Do you legit Utah. like this guy, or is this like a bit where you said earlier that you like bad wrestling? Like this is not, he's not good he's at talking. He's entertaining. He's entertaining as hell. He's a good promo. To Joe you, Gacy's. okay. All right, I'm with you now. All right, I I, I agree, Gino. He's a good promo. Winking, we're winking. No, he is a good promo. Yeah, no wink. Real good. He's awesome. I agree. No winking. I he's like a good promo. Look, it's a good character. I, I like bad promos and bad characters too. 
This is not bad. I'm telling you, people are getting behind Joe Gacy. Which just ones? They're getting behind Andre Chase. I never trust the you when you say people. in the NXT arena. The if people. If you don't watch it, the people are responding to it. All right, I can't wait to watch so it. That's what they care. Remember, WWE cares about the responses and live crowds. And I, they both get good responses. Andre Chase and Joe Gacy. Was Chase out in the so, arena tonight? He's always backstage. Uh, Andre Chase was backstage with his students actually in the arena backstage. Hell yeah. The, uh like the medical facility area. The crowd is so, going yeah. ape shit, right? Yes, there was a big crowd pop for it because he was teaching his students. But oh, he, that's awesome. I love no, Andre yeah, What Chase. matters here is Joe Gacy. Yeah, I love Joe Gacy. Joe Gacy. I love him. I don't, you stop Joe talking. Gacy. We love him. TWFS says live crowds mattered in 1999. Now we have Peacock. We have Peacock, Gino, and this show. But it still matters to him. This so show is not on why, Peacock. Here is why Joe Gacy has this cruiserweight time. It's because Hell yeah. when he was face-to-face with Roderick Strong, he talked about how the cruiserweight division in itself is all about body shaming. Yes. And it's just disrespectful. And you just don't need – you need to be inclusive and understanding and accepting of people. So he's wanting to help better the cruiserweight division and the cruiserweight championship. So he's going to have this match against Roderick Strong because Roderick Strong accepted it. Malcolm Bivens inside, sealed and delivered, and we're getting this cruiserweight time. That's Joe Casey versus Roddy. Yes, that sounds awesome, Gino. Strong is all about, again, he's also his name. He made fun about Barry Roderick Strong's name because it's all about toxic masculinity. Well, hold on. What about bullying? That's bullying. He was born that way. He's bullying, too, though. Roderick Strong was not born with the name Roderick Strong. He chose that name. No, he's born. that's all about you're born with your name, Gino. You can't just choose a name. Your name is Gino. You were given that name by your parents, okay? Your your first name Sonic, last name Gino. His name is Roderick Strong. That's not okay. You okay can't... So then his parents gave him a name that was focused and was all about toxic. Roderick? How is Roderick? How, how is Roderick? Strong. Is it strong that's is. a last name. You don't choose that. That's, that's handed down from generation to generation. And even Roderick, it's, is it because it's a strong family? It's because it's a dick reference? Is that what you're saying? Are you saying Roderick? Yes, Rod that is that like as dick? well because it's male masculinity. It's are you, again, toxic masculinity. Are you well? How come he gets to be Joe Gacy? That's about that rapist clown murderer. Like you can't do that. You got to choose a different name. That's a good question. See, Megan, you need to look up this promo. You know, I could pull it up for you. And Joe is also nice. no. We're not going to watch that. I got to be honest. Joe Gacy <laughs> might be one of the reasons I gave up on NXT. It's it's not fun. I I like fun wrestling, and it's not fun for me. And he's not funny. And he's not interesting. He's terrible. He is. Oh yes, we have Joe Gacy who's going to win the cruiserweight title. Where does he shop? You can shop where Joe Gacy shops, so you can go on your job interview. I w- I don't know where he shops. He probably shops in the WWE Performance Center area where they make their stuff. That's Van. No, that's Van Houston. All right, we know what that is. We know it's Van Houston. Let's not pretend that that's like, oh, we gotta go see Wardrobe. Go to Creative Services. Like, no, that's they got that at Van. They got that at Macy's. <laughs> you can go get that stuff. You know, where's the nearest Macy's? I have no clue. <laughs> The you, nearest Macy's. You, or about the nearest J.C. Penny? No clue. You're in Marietta, Georgia. You're in a pretty populated area. It's not like you yes. live in the sticks. Like I don't know why you don't know where anything is. I bet I could find. I live in a cul-de-sac though. My area is a cul-de-sac. What does that mean? Like you have your own an little actual bu- cul-de-sac, an actual like area, and then it's a street. But have you like so never? It's its own like housing space, and we do go out, but like I have no reference like how far stuff is to other stuff. <laughs> It's okay, Gino. <laughs> Come on. We got to get you into the real world. No one cares about the real world. We're all going to die and actually get into what the real world is. What do you mean? What does that mean? 
Heaven? This is just, again, a <laughs> perspective of what we believe reality to be, but reality is something more when we do pass on. So you're going to be... This reality is something more. But why are you going to be useless here when you might as well just be the best you can in both of those places? That's the thing. I'm, I'm trying my best <laughs> to get back into that mindset to be better than I am right now. I'm just right now in a bad, negative headspace and mindset, so I'm trying to do better and better myself by slowly working and taking care of this. Slowly, thing, and that's the key word. That's the very key that's word. Because I'm, yes, I've been taking it a little bit slower than I should. Too slow. And it's Jim. getting me better. It yeah. slowly is getting me better and making me better. Yes, we're making you like, better. Yeah. You need to be like yes. Joe Gacy. Do you think Joe Gacy sits around and goes, oh, I wish I could be a wrestler? No, he got up and did it, okay? Splitmaster Sexy says it's a flat prison, Gino. Oh, we're on a flat earth? Are you a flat earther, Gino? I don't believe that's no. uh, Well, that's uh, you don't believe that's it? I don't believe that's the case. Cause I don't think we're in, like, it said prison or prison. I didn't really oh, believe. both. Are we in a prison? That's the, I don't know if he meant like we're in a flat prison, like that our planet is just a prison, or that we as people are stuck in a prison, then that's what this reality is until we pass on. I th- so that's so that's how you live your life. You're like, you know what? This is all useless anyway. I might as well wait to die. Like, I have become more nihilistic in time. Yes. Is that nihilistic? I feel like that's just... Yeah, when you don't believe that anything happens, it just is kind of... It's, everything just is equally not important. Everything is just null. You believe in nothing. You're like the guys from Big yes. Lebowski. Again, yes, that was them making fun of Nihilus. Because like, it's silly. Hold on, because it's silly. <laughs> what do you it's mean? It's not entirely silly, the whole idea like non-believing and stuff. Because they were doing it in like a joking way, but like people like Seth Rollins, who actually is a Nihilist, had this whole good discussion with Jimmy Jacobs about Nihilus. Sure. Is he though? Because he definitely believes yeah. in something. You could tell. No, I got, I'll show you his podcast. He believes in work. Jimmy Jacobs doesn't know. He believes in working hard. He believes in getting up. And he, even though he does, like, even if you think, oh, I don't believe in anything, he still believes in being successful and trying hard and making the most yes. out of his time here on this rock. doing what he can to better himself. And he also has the idea of understanding that the stuff that happens here in this life doesn't mean everything. So because it doesn't mean anything, it equals out to that everything is equal in meaning so everything matters to him but isn't that such a but isn't that such a selfish way of thinking where you don't realize that you're leaving behind a legacy and that is such a depressing way to think that whatever i'm doing right now doesn't matter because i don't matter when you could leave behind some sort of a legacy that does transcend just your life like you know not even like i have my son obviously i want to make the world a better place with for him and with him and through him and even something like this, where this is some sort of form, this is some form of entertainment that I know, you know, you brought it up to me, people have brought it up to me. Like this, this literally helps people. Like this is something that in 10 years, somebody might go back and listen to and go, you know, I like finding this, this time capsule. It's the same with, with the YouTube channel through Kevin. Like people, people can leave behind a legacy and do things that matter. So where, so when people like you and Seth Rollins just decide, you know what? We're going to die. It doesn't matter. You can have that mindset or you might as well just make the most of it because you you can leave behind something. There's something beyond just this moment right now. And that's it's possible. That's the case. Again, my whole way of thinking and kind of in that same we gotta vein change is it. me trying and wanting to again do something where I can be kind of remembered more by people because again with the limited people that I know personally that I'm close with, I know that eventually when I do pass on, 
my memory will fade in no time at all. And that's a so problem. I do want to live and kind yeah. of have people be able to remember. I mean, that's why I'm wanting to go out there and actually try podcasting and live streaming. Do it again. Though. So I have people, and I'm going to. That's the thing. I get yeah, tomorrow. Got to be doing more testing and figure out what I can do to Hell fix yeah. my whole situation. Since I just have a laptop to run everything. So there is a Macy's in Kennesaw. There's a Macy's in Kennesaw. There's another Macy's in Kennesaw. There yes, is Kennesaw is a popular. Area there is even there. one more Macy's in Kennesaw. So it looks yes. like if you just go to Kennesaw, you're gonna be swimming in Macy's. There's like seven. Yes. So I've never heard of that many Macy's in one area. So Gino, I mean, look at this city. There's so much to do. Like I, I'm, I'm shocked that you're not outside living it up. Like here, oh my gosh, the Archibald Howell Home Historical Marker, uh, Visit Marietta. Oh, Tiny Bubbles Tea Bar. What's that? What well, Tea Bar? You like Tea Bar? Yes, but I don't like bubble tea. Oh, good call. Bubble tea place. Good call. What about the? I don't mind it sometimes, but I get milk tea, which is dude. Marietta looks awesome. Have you ever been to Glover Park? It's on. It's on Square Park. You never even been there. How long have you lived there? I lived here for again a while, but again, my area is like in Cobb County, which is a different section. I I thought I was in Cobb County. How far? All right, hold on. Let me like Cobb County is here. Look up Cobb County. Cobb County, Georgia. That's where Boss Man's from, dude. Yes, and Xavier Woods and Cody Rhodes. They're all well, yeah, but they don't have that in their songs. They don't say. And Buff Bagwell. You ever been down to Cobb County, Georgia? You'll be doing hard time. You know that song? Yes, I remember his hard time theme. Then, do you live by this Dollar Tree on three sixty? No. Do you live by Laurel Park? No. Here's Marietta High School. You buy that? No. What do you buy? Um, a closest school you can go by since you're wanting to find more of my geographical location. Yes, is uh, Sprayberry High School. Sprayberry, that's where John Spray Cena's Bay. from. Yes, Sprayberry, not Sprayberry. That's not where he's from? Sprayberry, Sprayberry Massachusetts. Yeah, West Sprayberry, Massachusetts. That's where he's from. Oh, perfect. Oh my gosh, you're right next to Sprayberry Yellow Jacket Stadium. That's exciting. Oh, Gino, look at all this stuff by you. Have you ever been to Willie Jewel's Old School Barbecue? Nope. Why? Have you ever been to Kumu Hibachi Sushi? No, I have not. Gino, have you ever been to La Bella's Pizzeria? No, I have not. Have you been to Arby's? Yes. Oh, hell yeah. Arby's is great. What about this? Arby's is great. Is this the Walgreens where you were uh, unceremoniously fired? Nope. Oh, it was it wasn't on Piedmont and Sandy Plains. No, it was not. Was where was it? Was it in this area? It could be in that area, maybe not. Oh, okay. Look at this LA Fitness, Gino. There's an LA Fitness. You can walk there to work. That's the easiest place to work. The gym, the gym is the only place where the customers work harder than the employees. True, but I don't know if my entire like body shape and weight would be good for like a personal trainer. No, I'll be a trainer. I mean, no, yeah, obviously no one's gonna buy that from you. But you could definitely work the front desk and tell people, yeah, you want a membership? It's right over here. You can do that. It's just I just is that all they do is to promote the membership both on the phone and dude. Yeah, I, I worked at like, I worked at twenty four hour fitness for like a like three months, and that's all it is. Is TWFS he, says Gino go to May's family cemetery and get curried. Ooh, you want to get curried, Gino? That'd be fun. Oh, buried. Sorry, you're gonna get buried, Gino. Uh, I don't know about buried. Like I check it out. It's right here. I've, it's close. It's, you could at least work there. Undertaker did it. 
Again, I, I keep debating like would I die because again I do feel like I do want to get buried but there's parts of me that's like cremation maybe actually but you don't believe in anything so why do you even care what that's going to happen to your, your vessel when you're done because I do kind of care what does happen to this physical body that I inhabit you believe in nothing pristine or if it does go and Again, look, that's the thing but it's the last it's in a sense the final choice i feel that i have even if it's not a choice that we really have because we don't know entirely if our lives are all predetermined or if it is stuff we do have free will no we know people do also have that there's god's plan god's will so like this god then telling us in our minds that this is the choice you're making is this what you and Mace talk about? You guys talk about what God's thinking about? That's not for us to even think about. We just need to live our lives, all right? We follow God's Can word. Can I just question the last? Like, like, if God is the person like tells us this, then, again, then we don't entirely have choice if there's our predetermined for our lives. Yeah, but you're making because a choice. His... You're making a choice every day by not doing Four anything. Four kids are just as bright and just as talented. <laughs> That's oh, possible. Oh, could be what's predetermined by again whatever is set in stone to me whether it be from birth from god whatever it may be again it all could just be all predetermined all deterministic sure. you don't really have any choice but if there's you, possibility of that but if you do start if you stop making choices because you're worried about what god's choosing that's just yeah okay yeah god chose you to do that you also have you do have free will i mean it's in the bible that you have free will you're able to do what you want. God does have Poor a master kids are plan. Just as bright and just and as maybe his plan is kids. for you. To, thank you so much, Tyler Spy. Look at that body. Look at Randy. We got to get there. And a Poor hydrate. Kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids. This water's empty. But it's either way. Either, either way, I think that if you live your whole life like wondering, yeah, this was just the plan. Like, no, you're supposed to have your own ambition and your own drive. I mean, you look at the people that are successful. It's not that God didn't just throw them into a suit one day and they went out and made something happen. Like, there definitely is a lot that goes on on our part. So I think that, I mean, the fact, I mean, I'm looking at this area you live in, Sandy Plains and Piedmont, Pff, so much stuff to do, so many things to see. And then you tell me, no, I don't see any of that. I live on a cul-de-sac. It's like, no one's forcing you to live there. Not even God or stay there rather, but you can go outside. That's, right. That's true. That's the thing is that I could. And that's the other big thing is again, there's the possibility, there's the could, there's the choice or again, the belief that we have choice. Or again, there could be the other possibility of everything is just like a domino effect. This happened sure. because this and this happens, this and that's why you're here and this happens in your life. Yeah. Well, and that's a question we never will get an answer to. That's No, we have the answer. The interesting I've, thing of life is that we never will know. I have, I have we the don't answer. have a direct answer. I have the answer. Choice. I have the answer, Gino. The longer you sit there and not live is just more like, oh, well, that's it. Like You're supposed to get out and live. Like uh, Life is also a gift. And you're supposed to be using it to the most of its ability. You're supposed to go out and do things and, and meet people and make an impact, create a legacy. The more you sit and question what's real, what's not, like that's more, you're, like you're saying, you're even questioning God's plan. Like, is there a God? I don't know. I'm going to sit here. Like, you might as well go out and live life to the best of your ability. And, and honestly, I'll say this, with God or not, you know, I can't, I say this all the time. I can't make anybody a Christian. Like, I can't, okay? So, but I'm just saying, I, I've used religion in my life to give me more stuff to do, to give me more hope, to give me more passion. And I think that people that find religion and use it that way, that's how it's supposed to be used. It's not supposed to be pushing it onto everybody. I need to live my life in fear every moment like God's looking at me. Like, no, you do have free will and you are supposed to make your own decisions. And God still loves you even if you make a wrong decision. But you're not just supposed to sit and waste life away, Gino. Like, I just, I, I think of... I, I think of the examples like in, in no offense, you know, but yeah, you're just there, you know, like the reason we kind of ride you is because it is, I, I say this all the time. It's fascinating. 
it's it's fascinating like, that you're just there. You know, have you watched all the Cowboy Bebop? Yes. See, like that's not okay. Like I've watched 20 minutes of it. Like you still, it's, it's not good. And Kevin brings up, you got free will to shave that head, bro. What's up with this hair? Are you keeping that? I'm choosing to keep my head. Yeah, my head of hair. Hell yeah. I might yeah. shave the beard, though, because I, I do want to look presentable when I do go for a job interview. What do you think Even of this? Mo- been, that's just bringing back out of it. What do you think of my mustache? It's nice. It's nice. It's actually growing out nicely for you. But yeah, you don't have a full beard, which is sad that some people can't grow a full beard. I can't grow any of this shit. This mustache this is a month right here. It's not in. And my boss keeps like laughing at it. Like, Lou, it's so terrible. And then that's all you could do for one month. And it's not, November's not yet over. So it's not yet over. I got, a, I got a few more days, but it's not looking good, bro. But Gino, I'm just saying, man, I know that it says keep the beard, shave the head, Jesus, Gino. <laughs> oh. Yes. Not Chapa. I don't didn't. Think. I didn't want to say it, but I was like, "Yeah, you know, obviously." I, I don't think that'd be a great idea going Chapa style. No, thank Be- you. Beards are acceptable. What do you mean Chapa though? Braun does it. Like everyone. Tyler Speeda says, "Please shave your head, Gino." No more hair. <laughs> or go to Four Hymns. You should go to Four Hymns. Use the promo code Vleeties Pizza Coke. Uh, hydrate, and you you'll get some something back, Gino. Have you thought about doing? You want more loaf? Just let it go. And I may eventually shave it or at least trim it. Trim what? Splitmaster Sexy says you got a lift, bro. And you got a lift, bro. I was thinking about going to the gym, but now it's almost 1130. I missed it. But, yeah, I'm saying it, Gino. What, what sort of trim there, man? Just let it. I'm with everyone else. I shaved my head before, remember? I was bald during the quarantine. Yes. I, like, and it, Look, I've, I'm a better man for it. I'm stronger. You might like being bald. Listen, I've pretty much gone like without again the closest thing i'll do to bald it's not like gonna shave it it's just like no ra- uh, cover for this uh electric razor i have and just trim the entire hair off i'm just saying like bald Braun Strowman looks way better than like twfs says gino is using his free will wrong yes <laughs> yes gino. i'm not resisting we gave you free will pressure. we gave you free will and you said no i'm keeping this hair i'm cutting the beard <laughs> meanwhile in 2021 the beard is better people don't like the rock's bald people can be bald let it let it go like i i've even said this before if i didn't have like the hair i would just be bald too i would be like fuck it i hate spiking my hair I hate getting haircuts uh so yeah why not i can't grow facial hair so clearly there's no beard there but you got the beard it looks good and bit and places of work are okay with beards like I don't know why you think that makes you look less professional. Rock- I'd say for like an interview purpose, it would be better nah. to be clean through that list. Nah, you're okay. If, as long as you trim, like make the beard look nice. Don't come in. Like look at Braun's beard. This actually looks pretty good. Like you could tell he lines it up. See? Oh, let me, let me scroll. He lines it up. Look at that line right there. Goodness gracious. Keep the head perfectly shaved every night. You got to do maintenance. We all know. Don't shave your chest ever. Okay? Never do that. Keep the beard, Gino. Hashtag save Gino's beard. What's this about? Oh, I'm going to get rid of my beard so I can get a job at Costco? the hell, Gino? Okay, both to get a job and also because once November is over, then I will. <gasps> no, you didn't grow that for November, though. We all know it. Just leave it. No, we're not. we don't want to see clean-shaven Gino. The beard is awesome. You rock the exactly. beard. Maybe a time where it will be clean-shaven Gino and then... You're going to have to wait for the beard to grow back. I'm very upset. This might be the worst discussion I've ever had with you, where it went from Gino has free will. He's going to do the most he can with his life. To, yes. Well, I can't get a job unless I go to Macy's and get a new shirt. 
I need to shave my beard, obviously, but I'm just going to trim my hair. I'm just going to focus on the back of my head a little bit. I'm, I'm, you know, we we got to get rid of that hair. Save the hashtag. Save the beard. Have you ever been to um, T-Mobile right here on Sandy Plains? I have not been to the T-Mobile. Okay, so do you, I'm assuming you live really close to this school. Like, I'm assuming that this is your cul-de-sac right here on what's Jesus on Rennie? Is that what it is? Rennie Court. I'm assuming that's you. Do you hear the football games at night? Depending on like the people cheering, I could hear that at least. Hell much. yeah! How it fun is that? Not celebrating. Have you ever been to a it game? It can be a no accident in my area when I'm trying to sleep. Well, you're, you're not trying to sleep during a football game, you know. You're up till six a.m. sending me songs from animes. Listen, that's true, but there are some nights again when I was like, some nights even now, like I do stay up because of loud noises. What's this pond right here on Piedmont Road? What the hell's that? I don't know. I have no. So, Gino, also, you said you watched Cowboy Bebop all I the way, did. and you said you didn't yes. like it. Yes. Uh, it's The biggest issue is, again, as you saw for like 20 minutes, they yeah. take it seriously. They do like a kind of dark style, like it's real. But uh, do you do you care about spoilers? Yes, because I'm going to watch it, because i got to okay, be honest. I, there's, the- they do it. I will say they have a character in that people were worried about. Nice. Is it a trans you character? Know who the, that's not a trans character, but it's a character that was in the show that people were worried were maybe not going to be in the show. Mr. And Lafitte. The character is in the show. Oh, Eddie. Eddie's in the show. Yeah. Eddie's in the show. Okay. And Eddie plays the character well. Sweet. But that's a strict contrast because everyone else plays their characters like it's real. Wait, what do you mean plays it well? What does that mean? Like plays the actual like anime character. Wait, hold on. Okay, I need to watch more of the show, clearly. I've only watched 10 minutes. Yes, but... Everyone more plays like the show is more serious in tone. And so like they do like they keep this again, this focus on reality. Like if this was real, but then you meet Ed and Ed is all over the place as the exaggerated looks like Ed has. And again, it doesn't feel right for a world where we're trying to be real and somewhat true to the, comic, the manga anime. And then we have Ed, who is the character from the manga slash anime. And it's over the top compared I, to, so it doesn't fit right. I, and again, I haven't watched enough of this to have like should, a, a strong it's, retort. It's bad, but it's worth watching. But, well, I would just like to point out that I don't think of, like the, from what I've seen, Spike is clearly... Like cartoonish, like he, I don't know what you mean. It's, like that's what I mean. In comparison to it, he's more like he's right. not entirely like Spike from the anime. He's still kind of subdued and kind of if Spike was real. Yeah, which sense. which I don't even I don't even agree with that. Like I don't see him as a character who thinks he's real. I don't know. I have to watch more of it because just yes, from like should. when he goes down in the elevator and he's got the cigarette or whatever, and they're like, "Hey, headphones, what the fuck?" And he's like, "Oh, I'm so sorry." <laughs> And then he kicks a quarter. I'm like, this is Spike Spiegel, my friends. This is great. Yes, there's scenes where like it's like this is him, and then it's like it's good. But there are some like bad. Like I I enjoyed some of it. There's some <laughs> things I like, but it's it wasn't that good. It's better what? than the Death Note movie. But I'm so and how many episodes were there? Nine? 
Uh, now you're ten. Yes. So I even to, I might actually watch it again. Even though you didn't like it, you still yes. watched ten hours of it, and it came out on what Friday? So yeah, Thursday, I'm, Friday. I'm just gonna say you liked it. All right, I think that's the criteria nowadays. If you watch the whole it's... thing really fast and you couldn't stop, then yes. Like I watched ten minutes of it, and I was just like, okay, you know what? That wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. And then the next thing I got to watch was Survivor Series on a Monday. So. Uh, or I watched some football on Sunday, but either way, uh, I yeah, that means you liked it. I'll have to check it out. I can't wait yes. for it. But yeah, ultimately, we can go a deeper discussion. Oh, so deep, so deep about our our new favorite show. Um, yes. And look, I, I I like the cartoon. I thought I thought the oh, I'm sorry, I like the anime. I thought the anime was really well done. I thought it was good. It was the first anime that I ever watched, so that you know whatever bias that is there, but. I do really think that it was, yeah, like I said, it was it was a good first anime to get into. It, it didn't really have a long storyline as far as, oh, you need to pay attention. Like, Death Note, you can't miss an episode. Uh, yes. Like, there are, like, plot lines that you do pay attention to sure. throughout, like, near the end. Because, again, Vicious is an important character. And Spike having the kind of past and future in his eye because of his messed up life that we get to learn more about. Yeah. Like, why, who Spike is. Yeah, there's plenty. Yeah, there's plenty of like little little snippets here and there. You get to learn more about Julia. Is that her name, Julia? Or, you know, there's there are there is stuff that happens kind of throughout the entire series where, oh, okay, this this happened here, this happened here. It does help to binge it because it's like, oh, I yeah. I remember all this. If you were just watching this on Adult Swim or whatever, it would it would be a little oh, I don't really remember all the way. Or if you're a true fan or a big fan, yeah, it's like for me. Watching it that quick, it was just, oh, okay, this all made so sense. This was the best 13-hour movie I've ever seen. So uh, I'm excited to finish this show. I watched 10 minutes of it. I'm probably not going to watch it tonight. Probably we'll try and catch a little uh, next, if you will, a little NXT 2.0. Got to watch my favorite, Joe Gacy. But ultimately, I think we covered it all, Gino. We talked WWE. We talked Impact. We talked Ring of Honor. NWA kind of popped up for a second there. Because we can talk about that next week since the show is not to the fourth. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we get to talk about hard times. That means I have to watch some power. Uh, which is that only five bucks a month too to watch power every week? It might be, but yeah, I don't think uh, the pay per views count for that. So you would have to also pay for the. Pay-per-use. Oh, sure, but I just mean as far as trying to binge power, I could just go on the legal one, whatever. Yeah, we can find other avenues to yeah. support the company. Yeah, that's fine. You I mean, hey, it's not fine, but I'm just saying. So, Gino, what'd you think about this guy who drove into a bunch of people at a Christmas parade? Was he a part of the parade? No, he was not part of the parade. He was a complete piece of shit. I guess he was fleeing a knife fight. Well, again, so he was a bitch fleeing a knife fight, and he ran into a bunch of people, so he's a piece of shit. Yeah, he's a piece of shit. I I was very, very shocked uh, that this didn't go, like, super viral because it definitely feels like, what the fuck is he doing? Or What's more viral is that Travis Scott's being having a lawsuit for billions of dollars. For what? Because of him killing people. Travis Scott. Oh, TWFS Travis says, yes. does Gino know about the BLM guy who drove into the freedom crowd? That's the other thing, Gino. I was hoping you would know a little bit more. But you brought up Travis Scott, who I thought was Travis Barker, and that's why I that's said that. That's the biggest deal. So, no, right ab- absolutely. The, the BLM SUV was bullshit. This fucking guy who even on a video was talking about how he used to pimp out a 16-year-old in Vegas, and the cops caught him, and he was upset about it. It's just ridiculous, you know. I don't get it. Like, 
And then, of course, there's assholes on Twitter that are like, he was driving in self-defense. Like, they're trying to even go apples to apples. It just doesn't work that way. The world's so confusing where, you know, I had to listen to my, my coworkers argue because one of them was talking about how he was wearing the white supremacist shirt with a group of white supremacists. He's clearly a white supremacist. And once you show that he's not wearing a shirt that says anything white supremacy, once you show... Uh, like once you show, hey, the Proud Boys don't have a bunch of white people in it. There's all, all kinds of races and people that are proud of their country. It's just, it's bizarre. I don't know. It's I live in this world where it really does depend on where you get your news or what your sources are because I can listen to all my stuff all day and I don't know what the other side's really hearing, you know? And uh, when this happened, you know, you and also, you know, there was another guy not named Kyle Rittenhouse who also got off for a self-defense shooting the same day. And do you know that he was black? Oh, B2K22 says, RRY to interrupt. I just can't help but notice how handsome Gino looks in that hoodie. Gino, we can't wait for bald Gino. It's going to be the best era of Leedy's 2.0. I, we're all excited for it. See, that's the thing. You have free will. We're going to help you, okay? We're going to get you where you need to be. We're going to shave that head. We're going to trim the beard. We're going to get you a job. IBS be gone. We have probiotics. We're going to send you some. Three probiotics every night, Gino. You're going to shit a ton, in the mo- a ton, bro, in the morning. But then you're going to be cleared out for the entire day. So I think, I think this is all helpful advice for you. And you're onward and upward, my friend. Oh, wrong button. <laughs> so, Gino. Jesus. I love when I open YouTube and a huge fucking ad pops up that's like, YouTube TV. It's like, I'm not doing that. Do you have YouTube TV, Gino? I do not have YouTube TV. No. Have you met a, a living soul that tried the, like, the, the month free and then never renewed their subscription? I have not. I actually never even tried the free trial, so like, I still have that on the table at some point in the future if I really want to. See, and you're not going to want to. Well, I mean, we see like Impact Plus, like Impact uh, Ultimate Size seems to work well. So, like, if it works that well there, TV might be good if I really want. Tyler Speeda says, "I love you so much, Gino. I want to get on a touch basis with you." Are you guys gonna touch? What do you? What's your touch game like, Gino? You touching when we're done here? I don't know. Probably not. What are you gonna do when we're done? Probably sleep. Hell yeah! You know what helps to go to sleep is turn off all electronics and just lay there, dude, and just really start just talking. Talk to yourself. It also just helps with that is melatonin. Yes, but you don't want to rely on stuff like that. You got to be able to go to sleep on your own. You got to. That's the other thing. You got to work hard throughout the entire day. So when it is time to hit that pillow, you just fall right to sleep. You got to work hard, Gino. You got to get it. You can do this. I believe I can as well, man. Oh, I'm excited for you, Gino. Thank you guys so much for coming in and hanging out live. Trouble.live slash Wheaties. Thank you for downloading on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Thank you for following on Twitter. Thank you for being a part of the Discord. And tomorrow night, immediately following Dynamite Thanksgiving. Is that what they're calling it? Yes. And then we have Black Friday Rampage. Oh, what a fun time we have in wrestling. Uh, Thursday, we Malachi have... Black says, VLDs show us a nipple. No, no nipples. What is this? That's against TOS. Is it really? I believe that is. At least that's Twitch TOS. I'm you can't show nipples. I'm, I'm, I'm on Twitch. No nipples, Nathan. Just message me on Discord. It's TOS. Message me on Discord. And uh, you know what? Subscribestar.com slash Fleeties. All the nipples we can take. Again, thank you guys so much. I'll see you tomorrow for the whole effing show. Happy Thanksgiving. Do something awesome with y'all's families. And again, thank you for being a part of this. Have a good night, everybody. Thank you, Auld Lang Syne, Nathan, Spliff, Master.
Thank you, Kev. Be cool. Thanks, Quigley. B2. Gump Nasty. Ricardio always. Tyler Spider. And obviously, thank you, Gino. Not a problem at all, man. You have a good night. You have a good night, my friend. That is Sonic Gino. Thank you guys so much for coming in and hanging out. It's time to wait, California. Pump the brakes and steer clear of your dishwasher. It's between 4 and 9 p.m., which means there's less clean energy available. So remember, power down from 4 to 9 p.m. Keep it golden. And learn more at energyupgradecalifornia.org radio. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Hi, it's Carl Deichler, CEO of Beachbody. And I'm giving away 10,000 free memberships a week to try our amazing Beachbody fitness and nutrition programs. Pick any program and just follow it step by step, like our 21-day fix program or the ab shredding muscle burns fat program. Plus, there's free support in personalized fitness groups with our community of over 2 million members. Now is the time, so don't wait. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great.